Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Fourth and Wrong. Let's get the pleasantries out of the way. My name's Aaron. That's Aiden over there. Hello. Isaiah's not here. He's not on the keys. I'm on the keys today. Isaiah's been missing a lot of episodes in a row now. We might even just call this just two guys, not even three guys anymore, you know? Isaiah's hot, but he's not here. Isaiah is hot still. That hasn't changed. Whoa, that hasn't changed. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Good week of football, hey? No. Depression level high again to start an episode. So would, what would your scale, like if you were to ask me on a scale of one to what? 12. 13. <laughs> Least. Ravens played a killer game, eh? I'm uh, not happy. Yeah. I was disgusted watching that game. Oh, dude, he was like insufferable to be a fan. Like, it was literally half from second half on, you couldn't talk to Aiden. If you talked to Aiden, you were getting your ear literally ripped to off. To be fair, to be fair, it wasn't just the Ravens. My dog was also being a fucking cunt. Well, it's, yeah. So, yeah. It, there was multiple sources of my depression. She's a true Raven. She starts acting up. Her name's Rhea. She's named after one of the greatest Ravens of all time. She starts acting up when, you know, when the Ravens start playing like shit. I mean, you can't ask for more than that. Yeah. At least I mean, she's loyal. No, I don't. don't All right, let's move on. Let's not talk about real football. Let's do some fantasy football. Um, Before we get, we're going to jump right into stuff today. Before we get really into it, though, the first kind of COVID situation has reared its head. Earlier in the week, I can't remember, somebody in Atlanta last week got COVID. They couldn't play. But to this week, five team members tested positive on the Tennessee Titans. We're not sure if they're playing their game next week. They've shut down facility and all practices for this week. And the Vikings have done the same thing. Although Vikings, I believe, tested all their players and nobody came back positive. They're just being safe and they're shutting down their facility as well. Um, that sucks. I don't even know, like, do you play those players if they got no practice? But I guess the other team... But they're not playing... Like, Tennessee's playing Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure. So, they were already going to a buzzsaw. Now they're going into a buzzsaw with their hands tied behind yeah, their back. Yeah, without pra- practicing. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Th- it's going to happen, I think. But, like... You think they're going to end up practicing? I think they'll, they'll... I think within two days, they'll start practicing. But two days is, like, Thursday. What, do they play on Sunday or Monday? I'm um, guessing Sunday. I'm not sure for sure, but I'm guessing Sunday. I don't know. I it's mean, still, like, not... I mean, you're still playing the Steelers. If they were going to lose before, what are they, they're definitely going to lose now. I mean, I guess. I just... Yeah. I think the game's going to happen. They play on Sunday at 11. We knew this was going to happen eventually. I don't even know what to think of it. I kind of forgot about COVID because it had been going so smoothly for the first three weeks. Now, yeah. All, I literally completely forgot about it. Up to the whole preseason, I was preaching that I didn't think it was going to happen the season. Now we're week three. I completely forgot about it. They're all empty stands. Yeah, who gives a shit? And yeah, and now, and now I don't even know what to think of it. I think we'll be... I don't know. There's nothing no, we can do about it. Nothing we can analyze about it. they're just going to, like, within the next couple of days, they're just going to test everyone. If no one comes back positive, more. Like, if more people come back, like, positive, then it's... Going to be a bigger issue. Way bigger issue. Then it's not going to play. Yeah. They're not going to play. And then if less, if no people come back positive, then they'll play. Yeah. Um, but let's just jump right into fantasy football. Fuck COVID. Fuck the Ravens. Um, fuck let's just go into man. the good, the bad, and the ugly. But yeah, yeah, fuck the Ravens. <laughs> let's just go into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, who was your good list from this week, week three? Uh, well, this is the one shining light, I guess. Uh, Cooper Cup finally had his breakout game. Yeah. Uh, 16.7 fantasy points. Caught nine for 10 of his targets, 170 yards, and a t- 107 yards, sorry, and one touchdown. Uh, and another little light, Robert Woods is steadily going down on targets, and Cooper Cup is steadily going up. Didn't they have the exact same points this week? Uh, I'm not sure, but, uh, Robert Woods... Week one, he got targeted eight times. Since then, he has got he went down to six in week two, down to five in week three. Cooper Cup started with I think Cooper. five five week one, six week two, ten week three. 
Yeah. So upward trend for Cooper Cup, and I'm not sure how much stock to put into that. But Pretty I fucking mean, small sample size. Like it you is gotta, you small gotta sample size. Like but I mean, it's in. almost 25 percent of the season already. So I get if you look at it like that, I yeah. guess for sure. But yeah, I, I think that Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are right around the same spot for me. Like if we thought Robert Woods was the more they're, valuable they're receiver after targets, week one, so yeah, yeah like, Robert Woods has 19 targets. Cooper Cup has 21, but Cooper Cup is steadily going steadily going up. I think it's one A and one A. Like I, there's literally mm-hmm. no A and B. It's just they're same, 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 same. Yeah. Um, um, next guy, Derrick Henry, finally found the end zone, 25 fantasy points, yeah. uh, 26 attempts, 119 yards rushing, two touchdowns, uh, had a little bit receiving too, but whatever. <laughs> it's not Derrick Henry, so it doesn't really matter that yeah. much. Uh, yeah, good game out of him. We knew this was going to happen eventually. RB1. Yeah. yeah. Oh, RB fucking top three. Or uh, next guy might win MVP, Josh Allen, Stop 30, it. 31.2 fantasy points. We were talking about how inaccurate he is. I know. He is like 71% right now. I know. Percentage. Uh, this gave me a 24 for 33, 72.7%. Pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good, yeah. Hasn't thrown for under 300 yards yet. I know. Uh, 311 yards, <laughs> four t- passing touchdowns, one interception, four attempts rushing, eight yards, one rushing touchdown. Great game out of Josh Allen. I wanted to hate Josh Allen going in the season because I'm a Pats fan. He's an AFC East guy. Everybody's a big Josh Allen guy. I wasn't on that train, and I'm definitely not on the MVP train, so I'm going to have to meet somewhere in the middle here. But, I mean, Josh Allen is ripping. It was more like a fool me once, week one, shame on me. Fool me twice, week two, okay, shame on me. Fool me, oh, wait, I fucked that up. Fool me once, week one, shame on you. Fool me twice, week two, shame on me. Fool me three times on week three. I now have to believe that Josh Allen Fuck is an MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I made it rhyme at the end. Uh, but yeah, no, Josh Allen, I mean, if you would give the MVP award right now, it would be, it would be between Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. All, all I'm saying is I have heard you say, like, I, I think it was maybe after week one that Cam Newton could win MVP. He still could. He still could. But to not be on the Josh Allen MVP train after this these three weeks is kind of... I'm a fan. I'm not I'm not using <laughs> numbers and statistics to be like, I'm, I think Cam Newton's going to win MVP because of his numbers. I just want him to win MVP because he's the quarterback of my team. That's I don't want to be a Josh Allen guy, Let me tell you something. My quarterback's not fucking winning MVP playing like that, you fucking cunt. Yeah, 97 passing yards. I mean, I love you, but fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'll do my good list... Also, before I go, there's a lot of uh, a good players this week. A lot of studs came out and shined. We obviously have to so cover many. them all. These are just the ones I think are worth talking about. First one is Keenan Allen, 17.2 fantasy points. What do you have, 19 targets? Yeah. 12 receptions, I'm pretty sure. 13 receptions. He is go. I was not a Keenan Allen guy because of Tyrod Taylor. And I was also not a Keenan Allen guy because I knew if Justin Herbert came in, we didn't know what the fuck Justin Herbert was. Yeah. Well, Justin Herbert is booling. Justin Herbert's booling good. Big time. Yeah. His favorite target is Keenan Allen. His favorite target is Keenan Allen by a long shot. Mike Williams is irrelevant now. And Mike Williams was was literally getting more targets than Keenan Allen week one with Tyrod Taylor. The whole offense yeah. has changed. Yeah. Look I mean, at Eckler. Justin Herbert actually knows how to play quarterback. He's targeting his best player. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have no choice but to move Keenan Allen up. He's definitely in the top 20 wide receivers moving forward. Just based off this performance, man. Like, 19 is targets is insane. He is a set it and forget it. Wide receiver for the rest of the season. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say wide receiver one. I'm like, I wouldn't go that far, but no, he's definitely a set. I, I have him ranked receiver. honestly right now. He's probably within my ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I'd say he probably falls like fifteen. He's to 16 a fringe wide receiver one right now. We should make a ranking of how where our guys actually fall. But moving forward, another guy really encouraging. I was down on him. You were down on him. James Conner, twenty point nine fantasy points, two hundred yard games in a row. He's he's might be an RB one. Like, James Conner is getting played as an RB1. He's the workhorse back on a good offense. 
I don't he's know, a man. Fridge, he's a fringe RB one. Like, I'm he's sure he's gone. a fringe RB one, but he's like, definitely he's like definitely when when the when the real RB ones start to come back. Then when the real RB, he's definitely a set <laughs> and forget it running back. Like what you just said about Keenan Allen, I think is kind of we were sort of the same same. We thought Keenan Allen was gonna be shit moving forward. He's not. James I thought Conner. Keenan Allen was good, good man. Uh, well, I thought I've Keenan, always been on the Keenan Allen train. I think that you have to be on it more now than ever before. I though. think I haven't ranked. I, my preseason ranking was. I think I had him at 21. Well, I got he's so, performing better than that yeah. right now. Um, and then there were so many receivers that balled out, but Justin Jefferson needs to be mentioned here in the good list. 23.5 fantasy points. If he's not claimed in your league, he needs to be. Because somebody, like I said, somebody cuts ties with a rookie too soon, two weeks in. Look, third weekend, that's when he has it. Like, he was the best receiver last week, wasn't he? Number one. I don't think anybody uh, had more maybe. points than him. I don't think anybody had more points than him. Just, he had 175 yards and one, and one touchdown or two touchdowns? Two. Two. No, sorry, one, one. Sorry, 175 yards and one, one touchdown. He was sick. Yeah. He was sick. He, I, Minnesota, I think, is realizing that their defense sucks so bad that they're going to have to start opening it up. They were a run-first team because they had a defense to rely on, but now that they don't, they're going to have to throw. They're yeah. going to have to throw. And Justin Jefferson seems to be the number two wide receiver, and the slot wide receiver, which is a huge, huge value in that offense. Also, excellent celebration, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I like the guy. Sick. Jefferson rips. JJ. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a bunch of other good guys to mention. You guys know the studs, but I think what we more care about is who had bad and ugly games. Who's your bad list? Uh, so, a guy we were really excited to watch this week really let us down, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, man. He looked scared. 9.2 fantasy points. Yeah. 30 for 42, 71.4% completion percentage, 275 yards, one interception. He did not look good. He looked scared in primetime. I'm wondering. Against Miami. I'm wondering if the receivers are really shitty there. Because he, he would was not mitching, let it go. He was go. Mitching, missing DJ Chark. So, like, yeah. that's one aspect. But, like, at the same time, he's playing fantastic week one and week two. Like, how good of a quarterback are you if you can't beat the Dolphins? You can't beat the Dolphins. You look scared. Like it looked like he was just trying to not fuck up, mm-hmm. and by not fucking, by trying not to fuck up, he was fucking up. Yeah, he had such a great completion percentage that it got him nine point two fantasy points and lost him the game. Exactly, you know? like let it fly sometimes buddy. against Miami. Like that's yeah. a must win game. Yeah, and when they had Byron Jones out too, and yeah. Zayvon Howard was injured, I think most of the game. Like that's the type of game that they look back on and they're like, hmm, maybe he is not our franchise quarterback. Or when you're trying to figure out how you like didn't make playoffs, I guess they're not really gonna make they're playoffs. Gonna make but playoffs, I, like, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I just shot myself right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, not good, Gardner. Uh, next guy I got is Melvin Gordon. Three point eight fantasy points, eight attempts, twenty six yards rushing, four out of six targets for twelve yards receiving. The other running backs aren't there. Yeah, like what are you doing? What I mean, I guess who did they play again this Tampa week? Bay uh, man? I think we're. I mean, I guess we need to put some stock into Tampa's defense though. Like seriously, yeah, ta- I I've been saying this the Bucks defense. They got a backup quarterback. I think yeah. that's why they probably doesn't fall in the ugly, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, but even that is like they should have been running the ball so much mm-hmm. that they did it. They paid Melvin Gordon to run him, like, and they aren't. Yeah. Um. Next guy, DJ Moore. We're both down on this guy. Six point five fantasy points. He had sixty five yards, but he only had two receptions. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Robbie Anderson, I've been on this train, is has had a better game every single week so far. Yeah. So it's look it's looking like our, our guess of DJ Moore is pretty correct so far. Yeah. What do you mean guess? Is, what do you mean guess? Well, I mean our proclamation. Fucking... DJ Moore is shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Moore, I'm actually I'm DJ Moore is not a bad player. He's just in a bad situation. I like DJ Moore. He's from Baltimore. He went to uh, Maryland College. 
he he was about to be drafted by the Did Ravens. Did you just Google this guy or what? No, I, uh, the Ravens were going to draft him, and then uh, Carolina snaked him like two picks before them. Oh. Yeah. Who did who did they end up drafting Baltimore? I think it was Hayden Hurst that year. I mean that'll work. Yeah. They got a second round pick out Something of it. Like that. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's my bad list. It's, it's just not looking great for DJ Moore. No, it's definitely not. Especially I'm, where he was drafted. I'm so yeah. He was he's still being ranked as a top 15 wide receiver. I just don't get that's it. I don't buy it. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Four targets. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not understand. a deep ball guy. Um, all right, my bad list. I got to put my hand up. Cam Newton had a bad game. I think what's more like. What's more discouraging for this is that the Patriots destroyed the Raiders and Cam Newton didn't have to play good. Julian Edelman had two receptions. They just ran the shit out of the ball. Yeah, like Ritzburg had an he amazing can, game. Yeah, Cam Sonny Newton. Michelle went off. Cam Newton can kind of be like schemed out of the game plan if he's not needed. And then when he is needed, he's a 30-point quarterback. A little bit of concern for sure. You still have to play him because you don't know when the scheme is going to call for him and when it's not. But he definitely a bad showing. Eleven point two fantasy points. It wasn't. It mm-hmm. wasn't what we, what you want, right? Yeah. Especially because I argued argued for him with the convinced section. So sorry about that one, boys and girls. <laughs> um, another bad is T. Y. Hilton. This guy cannot figure it the fuck out. Him and Philip Rivers are. They're just not together on this. They're. Jacoby I don't know Brissett what's being lost here. Pardon? Jacoby Brissett played. Why? Well, oh, I mean, yeah. they were shit kicking them, but like at the same time, I like, forgot Jacoby Brissett came in and played. I honestly, that was the one game that I was completely. I saw maybe five seconds of it the whole yeah, weekend. Nobody cares. Yeah, Colts Jets. I mean, they beat them thirty six to seven, but like still. Yeah, <laughs> he had five, and he had five point two points in a in a game in which there was thirty six points scored. Although Indianapolis's defense scored like two touchdowns, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. Anyways, T. Y. Hilton, bad fucking game. I am yeah. not. And they pay, they play the Bears next week too, so like. It's not looking better for him. It's definitely not looking better for him. And another bad game is Kenyon Drake. 7.9 fantasy points. I mean, it's not the worst game, but he hasn't had an RB1 game really yet. We haven't had that plus 15 points from him. I think he's had 13. Week 1 was his big game, but like you got some people drafted him in the first round, or at least the top of the second round in most yeah. drafts. You're going to, I want. I don't know, I want a little bit more out of him, especially because the way the Cardinals' offense is rolling. They're rolling right now. Even though they had a tough loss this weekend, they are playing well. Kyler Murray's playing well. I don't know. The fact that the offense is doing so good and Kenyon Drake isn't isn't is really discouraging for Chase me. Chase Edmonds is going to come in and take his job. I just hope like so. Just like Kalen Balaj did to him. He's, yeah, this is what happens. And just this like what, he did to J.H.I.E. This is what happens. Yeah. All right, who's on your ugly list? Uh, and I've, I've been advocating for this guy for a while now, and I think there is still light at the end of the tunnel. A.J. Green... 3.6 fantasy points, 5 for 6 targets, 36 yards. It's time to panic a little bit. Oh, for sure. I will say this. He is gonna he's gonna take over at one of these games and I think that's when you start playing, but that that's what sucks about him is that I think he's a bench player until his blow-up game. Like we don't know, it could happen week 9. What do you mean it take over? It could happen next week. Like I think eventually like his target share is so high. I know. That's that eventually he's going to have to start scoring points. But for 3 weeks in a row. Okay, we're both on the ugly list here, so we agree on this, but for mm-hmm. 3 weeks in a row, AJ Green was ah, he didn't perform but he had a lot of targets. And then he was he didn't perform but he had a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same fucking story. He didn't perform but he had a lot yeah, of targets. But eventually he's going to he's going to have a huge game. Eventually that, bro might just stop really throwing sucks. him the fucking ball. I mean, Pass maybe. it to Tyler Boyd. I don't. I don't think it's AJ Green that's like not making the plays here. I think it's Joe Burrow maybe not giving. Like I watched Joe Burrow play. He wasn't giving him like the best throws ever. Joe uh, Burrow looks good, but he doesn't look like he's fucking Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you'd like God. that. <laughs> Keep talking. 
Uh, the next guy is one of the guys on my fantasy team, Darren Waller. Zero point nine fantasy points, two to four targets, nine yards. Uh, Shut down. I kind of thought he was matchup proof. Not matchup proof. No. Against a good defensive coach, I guess. Um, but I mean, he's still a set and forget it type. Definitely still set and forget it. It's just a, you, you it's live a really ugly that. game. It's we, just, yeah. We've it said it before. Be Tight ends can do this. Yeah. Tight ends can do this. And and what you just said, I think Bill Belichick took his, what he decided to do yeah. was we're going to take the best player out of their game. The best player was Waller. Yeah. Let's make somebody else beat us. Obviously, it worked for them. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't panic on Waller. He did have a it. very ugly game. Yeah, though. they were behind. They had to throw it. And Darren Waller's by far the best receiver. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Hunter Renfrew had a great game. And yeah, that, exactly. So, and that's what happens. That's yeah. always what happens when you play the Patriots is they shut down your best player and then some random fucking guy goes off yeah. for 80 and 100 <laughs> and a touchdown. Which just uh, think what yeah. happened? Yeah, it was, it was brutal to watch. I was just literally my entire like watching that game entirely. Every time they're in the red zone, I was just screaming Darren Waller at the TV. Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next guy, Leonard Fournette. Lenny, Had a huge game last week. Yeah, really thought, disappointing. Yeah, we thought he ran away with that job. Yeah, it turns out Ronald Jones had more attempts than him. Way so more. Uh, yeah, Leonard Fournette, seven attempts, fifteen yards, two to two targets for uh, for seven yards receiving, two point two fantasy points total. Ronald Jones, thirteen attempts, fifty three yards, two out of four targets he caught for twenty yards. So like, it's just a mess of a backfield. Bruce Arians isn't a liar. Ronald Jones was still the guy. Yeah, I mean. To be fair, he played way better. Yeah, and well, it's so. a ga- it's a game script in which I thought they would have played Leonard Fournette more because they were stomping the Broncos and they just needed to run the game out. Yeah, no, I just they Leonard didn't Fournette play him. did not look good, <laughs> and they didn't play him. Like yeah. once he's like everybody on that like that's what happens. Ronald Jones fumbles, okay, you're out. Leonard Fournette, ah, you're not playing well with your six carries. Okay, yeah. bye, you're done. Like you just don't have yeah. a long leash in that offense. Yeah, no, it's. It's just a mess of a backfield. Yeah, it's fucking gonna, sucks. It's gonna be crazy trying to dissect it every week. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it, I would. I I I'm very sorry if you're a Ronald Jones owner or a Leonard Fournette owner, and I'm especially sorry if you're both. Yeah. Because trying to figure out which one each week is gonna be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, my ugly list. Okay, this guy's been on the bad list two weeks in a row. I keep on saying, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Joe Mixon, six point five fantasy points last week. Hasn't had over ten yet. He's an RB one for most people that drafted him. This is bad. Yeah, this is like sounding the him. alarm bad. He's like, he's not even involved. They're not. They're not a run first team anymore. He's not really getting a lot of receptions out of the backfield. Not as much as you would expect to kind of make up for the value that he's not getting with mm-hmm. the rushes. Man, he is not an RB one. He, yeah, he's his, not. He's an RB two. I thought. Yeah, this is my guy. His line is just really bad. This is his, his line, line is so bad. So bad. bad. Yeah. It's so bad. He's and, literally watching him every time. Like he's getting he's getting attempts on the goal line too. Yep. But he literally every time they're just in the backfield. Every it doesn't matter what defensive line it is, they're in the backfield. It's a disaster. And he doesn't it's not even like somebody else's like Giovanni Bernard yeah. is getting some play, but he's never gonna take over the role. No. Joe Mixon's always gonna be the running back. It's like a David Johnson situation. I love David Johnson's talent, but he's playing behind such a bad offensive line that it's really affecting him. And that's what's yeah. going on here with Joe Mixon. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, next one, we got Evan Ingram. And this... Evan Ingram is definitely not a set-it-and-forget-it-tight end anymore. He's He is not matchup-proof. Like, you... If you dropped Evan Ingram, I would be like... Uh, they would raise a question mark for me, but he's almost on that level right now. 2.2 fantasy points. Nobody available for the Giants. Nobody. No Sterling Shepard, 
not to- toe injury. Yeah. Saquon's out for the season. Their running backs didn't do fuck all. And uh, fucking Darius Slayton had 2.5. Like, nobody was producing it. If any, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm really concerned because he's not yeah. even injured. Ingram's I'm, just playing yeah. bad now. I have him on another fantasy team. I'm concerned slightly, but at the same time, it's like, I get that the 49ers are massively injured, but like, the guys who would be covering um, tight ends are not injured. Like, Fred Warner would be covering him, and he is definitely not injured. What week do we start? Like, how many less than five-point games does it take before it's sounding the alarms or before it's dropping him? How long before you would drop him? Uh, well, I don't think I'd ever drop him. So you'd hold on to him all season if he just keeps on doing this? Uh, probably, yeah. And that's the shitty thing about him because yeah. I think I would do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you got it. Like, eventually, he's, he's like the same as AJ Green. Like, he's going to have keep having these shitty games, and then eventually he's going to blow up, and you're going to be like, okay, well, fuck, I got to play him now. If you're in, if you're on, a, if you have a losing record, I, I you got to be ruthless sometimes, especially if you're 0-3, and Evan Ingram's not performing for you. I don't know, if you if you, ha- if you have a spot on your bench for him, keep him, but if there's somebody better on the waiver wire, don't, I don't I mean, know. It's only week three. Like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's a tight end. But it's just three weeks in a row with bad. Well, I mean, he had last week wasn't terrible. He had sixty-five yards. Like, He's supposed to be a top five tight end, at least top I, seven. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't say top five, but yeah, I I agree. It is it is worrisome, but I don't think it's, he's droppable at all. OBJ five point nine points. Um, game wasn't that bad. He had a good week last week. I think what's more concerning is what he said to the Cleveland media. It's like I, he's like, I don't think it's going to be my year statistics wise. It's, we're a run first team. He said that. Yeah, you didn't see yeah, that. No. No, he said this. I says I don't think it's gonna be my. I've I've come to realize it's not gonna be my year like that. And what he was referring to is like to get like big numbers. We're a run first team, and I'm trying to win or something like bitch. that. Well, he's not a bitch. He's a. What do you mean a bitch? A bitch would be like I want to get my I want to get my points. I want to get my points. He's being actually a really good teammate by saying I'm not gonna get stats this year, and we're gonna run first team, and I want to win. <laughs> he's not a bitch at all. Blue Damn, he is a bitch because he likes to get shit on. Um, OBJ 5.9 points um, It's ugly because He's not a wide receiver one Like we hoped he would be You still have to play mm-hmm. him You're obviously not going to drop him More of a flex high, Low end wide receiver two I think moving forward Yeah I'd agree with that That sucks I have him in my t- I had him in my top ten I can't say I have him in my top ten No That's definitely not anymore um, <laughs> uh, Alright now moving on to the waiver wire It's not the I don't know It's not the best week for waiver wires Only one big injury happened It actually happened to one of your boys Yep. Yep, in the same league that you have who in? Christian McCaffrey. So if, if uh, oh, by the way, we're talking about Chris Carson, some prick, like, who, who are they playing? Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah, so towards the end of the game, too, Chris Carson's trying to run. They, so I don't remember who it was, but they tackled him, and then they rolled, and then it was fine. They held on to his fucking But then they kept ankle. on rolling by holding onto his leg, and they fucked up his knee. So fucked up. It was like, dirty as fuck. Grow the fuck up. It was dirty as fuck. You're in the league. Show some fucking respect for each other. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was fucked up. Especially because, like, and Chris Carson going to win you the game. Chris Carson's not even a fucking dick of a guy. Like, he's literally know, a he's... quiet... He, no, he's a quiet... Fucking bruiser bag. He doesn't. He oh, you've, ta- you've had dinner with him. You know, shit. maybe no, he's a like, I've fucking read reports about it. Like he's just a quiet guy. Chris Carson's a quiet guy, but could be. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is a quiet on his guy. Shoulder. He was drafted in the uh, seventh round, I think. Either way, he's probably gonna miss. I don't know. I, I shouldn't say probably because we're doing this on uh, Tuesday morning, so we don't really have that much information. Yeah. I'd say there's a fifty-fifty chance that Chris Carson misses next week. Probably won't miss much more than that. No, it, they're saying it's like a one-week kind of. I thing. think yeah, it's it's like an MCL time. or not MCL, just a sprain, just a it's sprain a, or something. A, yeah, it's a it's a sprained knee. Yeah, what does so that I mean, even mean? A lot of things in yeah, the knee, but I mean, whatever. Even if he does play, you can expect a little bit of a lower, like, 
outcome from him. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, either way, if injury, he does but like, doesn't play, I think you should pick up Carlos Hyde this week if he's on yeah. the waiver wire. If he does play, he's going to be hobbled up, and they're going to end up using Carlos Hyde more than they would normally anyways. He's a good player. He's a good... Uh, you know what? Chris Carson's going to play, and he's going to have an amazing game. Best game of the season. Okay, well... I need him to. Yeah, how, how have your premonitions gone? I guess you did. You said you had a Jared, you were a Jared, Jared McKinnon, McKinnon guy, guy, and he's all right. Yeah, you had 13.7, I think. Well, yeah, why aren't you... You should be in happier spirits, just because the Ravens I am. lost. I mean, I'm 3-0. and Exactly. But and like, you lost like Christian like I McCaffrey. Said, I'd much rather be 2-1 and one in fantasy and be 3-0 and oh with the Ravens. Ah. Much rather. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm that way too. Um, But yeah, go pick up Carlos Hyde. He only had 2.3 fantasy points last week, but um, if... if uh, if Chris Carson doesn't play, he is basically a pretty high end RB two. So, and uh, uh, should I say that high end RB two? No. <laughs> he's, he's a playable running back for sure. Yeah. Go grab Carlos Hyde. He should be the number one waiver pickup if he's not already picked up in your league. Next guy, Jeff Wilson Jr. He is the other running back in San Francisco. Jarek McKinnon got a little bit hobbled. What was his problem? Ribs or something? Yeah, I think something like so that. So Jarek McKinnon might be injured. There's literally one guy left in San Francisco. To it's be fair, Raheem Mostert might be coming back. I know. So. I, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm. Hey, what you just said about uh, Chris Carson coming back, Raheem Mostert's not coming back. He's not I'm coming back. I know dead. people need him. I know people need him. I don't need him. Okay? I need You're Jeff, Jeff Wilson, Wilson Jr. I'm a big Jeff Wilson Play Jr. Play him this guy. week? No, uh, <laughs> I had him. I know I talked up playing him, and then I ended up uh, benching him last second for Malcolm Brown, yes. and that was a major mistake. That's okay. I played. I played Marquise Brown over Cooper Cup. Huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake, actually. Yeah. Um, really bad. But yeah, we. But, hey, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Jeff Wilson Jr. eighteen point nine fantasy points last week. He's a fucking stud. If Jerry McKinnon doesn't play, he's gonna have value. Even if Raheem Mostert plays, and he's the RB two, he's the only other running back there besides Raheem going to have some value too everybody mm-hmm. knows more than one running back has value in san francisco grab jeff wilson jr just see what it's all about he had a, i mean he had a better game than Jerick mckinnon so maybe they like him more i mean just real quick yeah um chris carson and Jerick mckinnon are the starting running backs on my team i literally will not have running backs playing this week if they're both injured who you must have somebody on the bench there i think i maybe have james white he might not play either it's not looking good. It's good play. Hey, you need some waiver wire pickups. Next guy, Justin. I'm last on the waiver wire too. Which is sick. <laughs> it's real sick. Who are you playing this week? Uh... Right on. Uh, <laughs> next guy is Justin Somebody. Jefferson. We already talked about him. He had 23.5 fantasy points. He fucking rips. Tad. I'm playing Tad. Okay. Fuck you, Tad. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, 23.5 fantasy points. Um, yeah. There's nothing, nothing much to say here. He it was his breakout game. I think moving forward, he's gonna have some value. Uh, and Minnesota has to throw the ball a lot because their defense is shit. Mm-hmm. You like Jefferson? I love Jefferson. Love you, just Jeff- some Jefferson. I have him on my auction team. I'm real stoked about it. Oh, really? Nice. Are you gonna play yeah. him next week? Uh, I mean, I'll have to take a look. Like, probably I have two flex spots. Two flex spots. Oh yeah, league, yeah, we have so two flex like, in that league there. Um, Miles Gaskin, nine point five fantasy points. We told you to pick him up last week. I think we might have even told you to pick him up the week before. If he's still available, go get him. He has RB two potential because he's playing so much better than Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. So much better. Slightly concerning. He's not getting the goal line looks though. I know, but I think like it. He, all- you're you're picking him up to be a yards guy. Not a touchdown guy. I think that eventually, if he is truly their yards guy, they're gonna feel bad about not giving him touchdowns. Yeah, but is, they is, do have like the coaches have feelings he's, too. He's playing well fantasy wise, but real football wise, he's not playing that great. His is yards not true. Did you watch the Miami Jacksonville game? He was running all over Jacksonville, dude. His yards per carry is three, dude. Not not last week. No chance. Yes, no I just looked chance. at it. I just looked at it. His yards per carry is three. It's not good. Yeah. 
22 carries for 65 yards. I don't know. I thought he three he, yards per carry. I thought he looked fantastic. Maybe it was just the first half he was getting some play, and then they. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I guess I didn't realize that he only had three yards per carry. But Miles Gaskin is getting. He got 20 attempts. 22. I think that's more the number we should be focusing total. on, though. He had 22 attempts. Yeah, 27 touches total. It was yeah, that's great. It's just it is concerning that they gave Jordan Howard the fucking run yeah, on the goal line and gave him a tutty. Uh, next guy is a guy that you love, T. Higgins. 16 yeah, I mean, fantasy points. He ripped. Yeah, you got two touchdowns. And it's Joe Burrow. It's, I don't know if it's not AJ Green, it's not Tyler Boyd. It seems to be T. Higgins that's getting the. Well, not seems to be this week. I it mean, was T. Higgins that this got this week. Through. I mean, before I think he had one target maybe, but like <laughs> really, he only had one target. Yeah, week. I literally I drafted him and I dropped him week one after he got zero targets. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I mean. It is what it is. Like, I'm not going to keep somebody on my team who got zero targets. Like, yeah. That's laughable. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. He had a good week. Yeah, I mean, it he deserves seemed, to be picked up. It just seemed like he was, like, open in the end zone. Like, I don't know if it's, like, it was kind of a fluky thing to me. But, yeah. Next one seems to be a rookie wide receiver day. Brandon Ayuk, 16.1 fantasy points. Um, you believe in this? Mm, not really. Not really until I see more. Yeah. Like, I, I'm definitely not playing him. Ayuk is my lead, like, out of the, out of Jefferson, Higgins, and Ayuk, Ayuk is my least one I want to go grab. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd rank it like that, too. Todd Gurley sucks. Brian Hill, 14 fantasy points. Todd Gurley had a decent game. He's probably be a sell high. We'll talk about that in the next episode. But Brian Hill, 14 fantasy points. I think he's worth a pickup. I think you actually were the one that suggested this. You like Brian Hill, right? Yeah, I like Brian Hill. You fucking had a fantastic run. He seems to be playing out. better than Todd. He is. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if it's much longer. He's just before. not getting as much volume. It might end up being a running back by committee towards the end of the season. Yeah, I can uh, see it. Next one is Anthony Miller. We can't really keep ignoring him. 11 fantasy points. He seems to be Mitch's guy, sort of. Nick Foles, buddy. Oh, fuck. Completely forgot. Nick Big Foles Dick is Nick a, is, the new, yeah. is the new reigning quarterback one in Chicago. And that yeah. happened way sooner than I thought it would. Yeah, and I think he had like 17 fantasy points, and he had, he had played a half of football. He had like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to come yeah, back and win. That's what Big Dick Nick... Big Dick Nick does. They're not going to make playoffs yeah. with him, though. I mean, they might. I don't think so. Oh, not in that division, but They've done it. Well, no. The Philadelphia Eagles made playoffs with Carson Wentz, they and then won he the won the, the, the Super Bowl with won them. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not going to playoffs. Good uh, times. Adrian Peterson, 8.5 fantasy points. If he's still available, go grab him. I think he had like 13, no, 20 carries last week. I don't know. Adrian Peterson's... Um, yeah, the other two suck. Yeah, he's the only one that I actually trust out of the out of DeAndre Swift, Kerryon Johnson, Adrian Peterson. Um, next one is Alshon Jeffrey, supposed to be coming off of IR. The Eagles need a receiver in the worst fucking way. He is going to be a savior <laughs> to them if he can actually come back and play healthy. Only problem with him is his next three games: San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Yikes! Three best defenses in the league. Although uh, apparently not. So now I Baltimore mean, will Baltimore be fine. Is actually like a bottom twenty-five, I guess. Now <laughs> relax. Alshon uh-huh. Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey is definitely imagine. worth an ad. This guy used to be a wide receiver one at one point in his life. What are you saying? Dude, over there? just imagine they need a wide receiver. Imagine if they drafted like Justin Jefferson, who they could have had. Yeah, they drafted Jalen Ragor and yeah. Jalen Hurts instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles fucking suck. You suck. Uh, <laughs> Greg Ward, twelve point six fantasy points. Um, in Alshon Jeffrey's absence, Greg Ward seems to be the guy. At the end of last year, he was actually getting a decent amount of targets in that offense too. If you're in a deeper league, Greg Ward is definitely worth an add, especially if Alshon Jeffrey is going to be covered by these great corners coming up in the next few weeks here. Um, I don't know. I like me some Greg Ward. Yeah, he's just got a shit quarterback. He does like have a really shit really bad quarterback. Maybe they'll put in Jalen soon. Like, really bad. Maybe, I hope so. I think that they... I, I might hate the Eagles Okay, here's, here's the shitty thing is at first it was like, 
ha 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 Carson Wentz sucks and then week one it was like oh yo Carson Wentz really sucks then week two it was like oh man we were just kidding before kind of but holy shit Carson Wentz is really Bro, bad I was, I was and then week three joking. now I'm like Jalen Hurts legitimately deserves to be played yeah I, I was I've never joked I've I've been on this for a long time, you know this. Yeah. Like I'm ruthless about that. I have been for the last few. But years. you're all, you're the type of guy that if if you don't like someone, you think they suck. Oh, but Carson Wentz sucks. But you don't like him as well, so it was hard to take that opinion yeah. seriously. He had decent numbers coming up to the season, but he yeah, is playing so it's, fucking terribly. Don't look at his numbers. Watch him play football. Mm-hmm. Like it's bad. <laughs> all right, let's get into the game recaps. We'll go quick here. Um, yeah, first one, Miami Dolphins at Jacksonville Jaguars. Miami killed them in Thursday Night Football, 31-13. to Miles Gaskin, we already talked about, 9.5 fantasy points. Jordan Howard got the end zone look, or the red zone look. That's not good. 6.1 oh, yeah. fantasy points. Kind of fucked over uh, Miles Gaskin's true value there. Ryan Fitzpatrick came out with Ryan Fitzmagic, 24.2 fantasy points. Don't think many people were playing him, though. Devontae Parker, 6.9. Preston Williams, 6.7. Mike Gusecki, 7.5. Um... Devontae Parker, not the best game, but I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, Preston Williams is interesting, but I'm still not playing him yet. Anybody else there in the Miami that you think you know is worth chatting about? Uh, no, but just going back to Devontae Parker, mm-hmm. the target shares between his receivers is a, is a joke. Like, he had five receptions. Uh, the next wide receiver I see is two. Yeah, he's... Miles he... Gaskin had five also, but, like, it's Miles Gaskin. He's yeah. running back. He's going to get looks. Um, but, yeah, no, two. Yeah, Devontae Parker's still a stud. I don't I don't like, think you should <laughs> about it. And his target share, you're right, is is fantastic. And yeah, then Jacksonville on the other side of the ball. Only one worth talking about is James Robinson, twenty four point nine fantasy points. Is he a set and forget it running back? Yes. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He's really good. He might be their running back even when everybody's healthy and coming back I off the COVID th- uh, stuff. I think it's not even a question. Yeah, it's hard to not give There's him a reason they didn't sign they they let Fournette go. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, yeah. Chris Thompson, 3.8 fantasy points. Not good. Not worth a play. Drop him. Gardner Minshew, 9.2 fantasy points. We already talked about his terrible game. And then Keelan Cole Sr., 4.3 fantasy points. Kind of comes back down to earth after two two touchdowns in a row, I'm pretty sure. I don't even think it's his fault. Like... Gardner's? Gardner, yeah. Yeah, I don't trip. Bad game. I'm going to say bad game, short week. Let's just move forward from that game because it sucked. San Francisco 49ers, 36. New York Giants, 9. Niners won again. Hey, no players injured there, eh? Yeah. Good for them. Nick Mullins looks fantastic. Mm, fantastic is we are throwing that word around like it's nothing. 343 yards, brother. He played good. He played good. I mean, I guess he is playing the Giants. Yeah, like in a uh, game where they fucking serious here. In a game where they like uh I mean they they definitely relied on the run. He had 343 yards. So I'm not going to put too like I like Nick Mullins. I want him to do well, but I wouldn't say he played fantastic. He played a good game against a shit defense. But let's do uh, as fantasy wise goes. Jarek McKinnon 13.7 fantasy points. You're a big Jarek guy. Big Jarek guy. Jeff Wilson Jr. 18.9 fantasy points. I'm a big big Jeff Wilson guy. Uh, Nick Mullins 17.8. You just alluded to that. And then Brandon Ayuk had his finally coming out party 16.1 fantasy points. Um, we kind of already talked about a lot of these guys. Jarek I- is. I will say this. The running backs, the value with the running backs is hard to determine yeah. because none of them are, like, Raheem Mostert isn't back, right? Yeah. I mean, Jeff Wilson, he had a big game, but, like, his rushing is so bad. Oh, it was all luck. and 1.2 yards per carry. Yeah. His, yeah, it's all receiving. 18 yards per reception. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jarek McKinnon definitely had the best. Ru- well, I mean, if we're actually looking at the stats, Brandon Ayuk had the best rushing stats. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I think Jarek McKinnon, if he plays and Raheem Mostert doesn't play, he's going to be the rusher for sure. Me too. I, Jarek McKinnon has immense value mm-hmm. moving forward if Raheem Mostert doesn't play and McKinnon plays. But there's yeah. a lot of ands and ifs. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, we both said we're not really buying it. You can go and get him off the waiver wire. He's not worth a start yet. Let's let him do it one or two more times, maybe against a real defense. New York Giants, nine. I have him on my team. Devontae Freeman, one point. Yeah. We already said don't play him, right? We said yeah, it, no. this won't be the game he comes out anyways. I think he's still going to be a really good Ooh. I think he's still going to be a really good player, um, but it's not this week. It obviously wasn't this week. It was one point this week. Deion Lewis, 11.6 fantasy points. Um, I guess he was the one that kind of took the value away with Devontae Freeman playing so shitty. Daniel Jones, 8.1 fantasy points. Darius Slayton, 3.3. And Evan Ingram, 2.2. The Giants fucking suck. Their O-line sucks. I do not feel comfortable playing anybody moving forward. I mean, Darius Slayton had a 3 for 53. He had a fumble, which sucks, but like, that's all right. Like, it's, it's all Darius right. Slayton. He's but... a blow up guy. I mean, I, I don't think you said Devonte Freeman's gonna be. I don't think Devonte Freeman's gonna be good. At all. He's gonna be starting. He'll be he'll be a starting caliber player, like a, a fantasy starting caliber think, player by I the think, end of the season. I think his absolute ceiling is a bottom end wide receiver two RB flex, RB two flex, bottom end RB two flex. Okay, well that's still a starting player. I think that's his ceiling. Uh I think no, his ceiling. He's been the number one player in fantasy before. I'm not saying his sure. ceiling is number one fantasy. I'm saying his ceiling sure. could be a, a fringe RB one. Not behind the Giants O line though. Well, Saquon Barkley ran behind the Giants O line and was the RB two. Like and he was going a, into the season, and he was a joke. So well, Saquon Barkley games, had 15 yeah. attempts for 60 yards his first game. So what are we saying then? Saquon Barkley would have been bad. Wouldn't have been an RB one moving forward I'm on saying, that team. I'm saying that. Well, I mean, it's Saquon versus Devontae Freeman. Saquon's like one of the best running backs in the league. Devontae Freeman hasn't played. Wasn't on a team. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I think we just think differently on like I've seen Devontae Freeman been amazing before. Sure. And I just that I was like five years. And ago. there's nobody else there. He can be their best receiver on that fucking team. Anyways, Darius Slayton. I'm a. I don't know. I'm. I, I if I was to play anybody, I would be most comfortable playing Darius Slayton. But I find it hard to believe you don't have a better flex play than Darius Slayton. Honestly, for me, it'd probably go number one, Evan Ingram. Number two, Darius Slayton. No way am I playing Evan Ingram. I'm not playing any of them. I'm not playing Evan Ingram again until he gets more than five receptions in a game. Next game, Washington Football Club, 20. Cleveland Browns, 34. Um, Let's start with Washington Football Club. Antonio Gibson, 10 points. He fell in the end zone there. Uh, he's really the only one that did much on this team. Dwayne Haskins, 9.2. Terry McLaurin, 8.6. No touchdowns. So that's pretty encouraging at 86 yards against a pretty good Browns defense. And then Dontrell Inman was the one that found the end zone. 15.8 fantasy points. Just a fluke. I would not put any stock in Dontrell Inman. Um, but Terry McLaurin, I, I mean, he's a pretty fucking solid wide receiver at this point. He hasn't had a bad game yet. And um, and he got 8.6 points. Uh, yeah, I, any like yards. Terry. I love Terry. I love Scary Terry. He's a top hey. 20. He's right around where Keenan Allen is for me. You saved my fantasy team last year. I love Terry. Great, great waiver wire pickup last year. And then not on waivers this year. I tell you, not definitely not on waivers <laughs> this year. Um, and then kind of encouraging is Antonio Gibson. Um, we were kind of worried about if he would run away with this job or whatever. I know there wasn't a lot of carries to go around on that team, but he had by far the most carries. Nine carries, averaged five point four yards per carry, forty nine yards, one touchdown. I don't know. He's he might be worth a play moving forward. I think that he's. They're RB1-ish, if that makes sense. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not in on it yet. I need, like, one more game to tell me. All right. Maybe. One more game and you'll be on the hype train? Yeah, maybe. Uh, just Washington. Yeah. That's true. Like, I don't... He, 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 
Uh, how, how is he really going to rush 5.4 yards per carry this game? Is he going to keep that up? No, I don't think so. But I think that him rushing so well this game is going to mm. merit him more carries moving forward. Yeah, like he just he just he, I, he might take over the job. I just don't know yeah, if he's startable. I think he I think he distanced himself further from JD McKissick and Peyton Barber. I think he's now much more the RB one than he was before. So I don't know. I think he's worth the start. Um, but all the side of the ball, Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, twenty three points. He's a fucking stud. I said he was an <laughs> RB two last two weeks. I think he might have heard me or some shit. Twenty plus point games two yeah, weeks. Yeah, he's around. he's like a he's a bottom RB one. That's what I'll say. He's I just top, want to say, if you listen to me and said, and when I said, don't panic, don't sell him, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I don't think anybody <laughs> was selling him necessarily, but yeah, Nick Chubb, 23 fantasy points. He um, he had a good fucking game. Kareem Hunt also had a good game, 12.4. I think they both had double digits every game so far. No, uh, week one, Nick Chubb had 60 yards on a fumble or something like that, or 80 yards on a fumble, something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was, I think he had like six points week one. Is Kareem Hunt startable, like I said, and forget it, running back now? Especially with all these injuries? Mm, I don't think so. Like, Kareem Hunt's, like, he had, like, a really good game last week, I'll admit that. But, like, he had fucking, let's just do the math real quick, 64 yards. So you're relying on him getting touchdowns. I guess, but it's the receiving work that... Like, Especially games, now that Nick Chubb is, like, playing way better. In games when, in games when they're not in it... And they need to throw it a, like they're not. Uh, sorry, they're not up by a lot. They're gonna have to throw more. And Cream Hunt's just the guy. Like Nick Chubb cannot catch any balls. It's what I, what I'm saying is it's encouraging to me that he still had double digit points in a game in which they beat Washington by 14 points. They were I, they should have been running the ball out with Nick Chubb the whole time, and they weren't. Cream Hunt still had value. So if Cream Hunt has value when they're up and they don't want to play Nick Chubb, and he has value when they're down and they need to throw the ball. Seems like he has value every week. I just don't think like they play the Cowboys next week. I don't know how much value he has against the Cowboys. They've shut down Chris Carson. They've shut down uh, who else? Have they played they uh, uh, the Rams. They, they shut down Todd Gurley a bunch. They t- uh, Malcolm Brown ran all over them. Uh, Malcolm Brown had a good game against them, but like I just like Nick Chubb is getting better, and Kareem Hunt. I think he's gonna take a dip. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, I'm still, I'm, st- I don't know, I still like uh, Kareem Hunt as a as a starting running back moving forward for sure. Um, Baker Mayfield, fourteen point three fantasy points. OBJ, five point nine. Jarvis Landry, three point six. And Austin Hooper, two point five. Baker, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper. If I can not play them, I would. OBJ is the only one I feel like I have to play him, sort of, just because yeah. he could go off for a touchdown at hundred yards. Yeah. The other guys, I'm fading. I'm really not Baker playing them sucks. in any situation. Baker sucks. Baker does suck. I'm sorry that I said he might. You're have the worst QB in your division. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know. Lamar Jackson's not playing that good. Don't even fucking look at me <laughs> like that. After saying that, are you fucked? Next game, You're we're like, going. What on? did you say last night? You said something to me last night, and I, I swear to God, I was, I was like one more comment from throwing hands. It was. Uh, oh yeah. They, what do they game. expect when they have a running back yeah. throwing football? <laughs> yeah. And I literally, I, I swear to God, I looked at Aaron and I said. Aaron, one more thing, and you're getting punched in the face. He's not bad for a running back, though. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, next game, Cincinnati Bengals at Philadelphia Eagles. Ends in a tie. Kind of shitty. Joe Mixon, 6.5. We already talked about how we're concerned about him. Joe Burrow, 20.4. He's booing. You're a big Joe Burrow guy. Yeah, I'm a big Joe Burrow guy. You like a lot of people in your division, I find. I mean, yeah, it's just like it's hard to... I like Joe Burrow before the NFL, though. Like, Is Joe Burrow the best quarterback in that division? 
No. <laughs> AJ, Green, third. AJ Green, 3.6 fantasy points. Tyler Boyd, 12.5. And T. Higgins, 16. Tyler Boyd is a, is, a, is like a set and forget it wide receiver too. And there, there's a chance Tyler Boyd has more value than AJ Green. There isn't a chance he does. Have well, like as of, as of right now, yeah, yeah. obviously as of right now he's playing better. <laughs> but I mean, if you were to rank the wide receivers for the rest of the year, would Tyler Boyd be ahead of AJ Green? Yeah. Yeah, me too. 100%. Tyler Boyd's playing amazing. Not even a question. And then Philadelphia Eagles end with a tie against the Cincinnati Bengals. Still looking for that first W. Miles Sanders, 10.7 fantasy points. Good, not great. He should have ran all over these Bengals. He should have ran all over these Bengals. <laughs> um, Carson Wentz, 21.5 fantasy points. I think he was saved by a rushing touchdown. Uh, Zachard, 7.0 fantasy points. Dallas Goddard, 0.7. Didn't Goddard end up a little banged up too? Yeah, he is out for at least, I think, like two weeks. He's got a small fracture in his foot. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Do not start with the foot injuries. The foot injuries kill tight ends. I think it's his foot, if I read it correctly. Ugh. That's, I, I honestly hate to hear that. And then yeah. Greg Ward Jr., 12.6 fantasy points. He was kind of the recipient of um, no Dallas Goddard and really no passing game besides him. Um, Miles Sanders is a solid RB2 moving forward. Carson Wentz had a good game because he had a rushing touchdown, but he did not have a good real football game. He had a good game because he was rushing. Yeah, he fucking sucks. Carson 12, Wentz 12 fucking and a, sucks. 12 and a half points from rushing alone. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not sustainable. Nine for 65 yards. That's just not sustainable. Yeah. Um, anything you want to say about that game? The Eagles suck. Carson Wentz, you suck. The Eagles are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. I actually can I'm say that with full confidence. I'm with it. I'm Who else is 0-3? Uh, Minnesota. Uh, well, they're definitely not better than Minnesota. I can't think of... Oh, the Broncos are 0-3. Broncos might be worse, but that's only because they have no quarterback right now. I mean, the Eagles technically aren't 0-3. Oh, they're 0-2-1. Yeah. They still haven't won a game, though. Yeah. They're awful. <laughs> it's almost worse. It's almost like... I'd, r- I'd rather lose than high, I think. Yeah, either way, it's still not a win. It's kind yeah. of how I look at it. Because, like, what are the chances somebody else in your division gets a tie and that's, like, the tiebreaker? Like, well, it could like, be the tiebreaker in that they have the same record except that instead of losing the game, they tied the I game. I guess, but, like... That happens. Um, next game, Las Vegas Raiders at my New England Patriots. Pats rolled them over, I'm not going to lie. The, the, the Las Vegas running defense is really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. I think that that's going to be, like, a, a trend moving forward. Ooh, moving forward is that you're going to be picking players up off the waiver if they have any affiliation with going against the Las Vegas Raiders uh, rush defense. Let's start with the Raiders, though. Josh Jacobs, Joshy J, 6.3 fantasy points. Not his best game. New England kind of shut him down. Derek Carr, 15.4 fantasy points. You weren't starting him anyways, and if you were, I'm fucking real sorry about that. Hunter Renfro had 14.4, and that's kind of because Darren Waller only had 0.9 fantasy points. Hunter Renfro was the recipient of, I don't know, Waller's defensive attention. But uh, you're not. Are you buying Hunter Renfro? Like you, you think this is legit? I actually am. Yeah. Really? I'm picking up Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Moving forward, do you think Hunter Renfro is a? I I think that Vegas because their run defense is so bad and they're getting run like New England is not a rushing team. Like, mm-hmm. We know this. They're well, they are actually definitely I a mean, rushing team. They're not a. I guess, but like they're not a good rushing team. Like they're not a fantastic rushing team. Their quarterback runs at goal lines. Um, but I just, I feel like Hunter Renfrew might fucking step up. He might be the guy now. Like their lack of receivers means Hunter Renfrew is probably their best one. He's, I think he's their best route runner. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm picking him up. Yeah. I I mean, I'm picking him up in my deep league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does have some value moving forward. I agree. I think that just because they don't have any receivers, he's, he means he's the guy. That being said, I also have two players on IR. So I have to pick somebody up. So yeah. 
we, we should go. <laughs> and then on the New England Patriots side of the ball, you got Sony Michelle, 14. Rex Burkhead, 27.8. The James White didn't play because he's still dealing with his family issues, of course. Um, yeah, no, Sony Michelle didn't have a touchdown and 14 points. I think he rushed like eight times for nine times for 117. Like, what the fuck? Um, the, yeah, I think this is more a uh, product of the Vegas uh, defense being not good. Not good at all. Their rush defense is terrible. Pass uh, defense, all right. Pardon? Pass defense is all right. It's all right, yeah. I think that the Patriots just kind of ran the ball out, though. Mm. Um, Cam Newton only had 11.2 fantasy points. I already kind of talked about him. He didn't need to play well, and that's concerning, is that he doesn't have to play well for them to win games. So there might be a couple more games like this where one of the random running backs ends up having 15 points and taking all the fantasy value away from everybody. Julian Edelman didn't have a great game, and then Nikhil Harry, 3.6 fantasy points. Um, Julian Edelman, what did he end up finishing with? Uh, I think it was only... Julian Edelman had two receptions for 23 yards. Yeah. Um, I just think this really supports what I was talking about. Cam Newton's... Like, I get that he threw a bunch against Seattle, but let's Seattle. Um, let's get real. His value really really is coming from his rushing touchdowns. Yo, for sure. That's it's, what... the fir- it's the first game he hasn't had a rushing touchdown. It's his. It's. So, I wouldn't say it's his value. I think it's like his his like potential to win you a game. He can still get you twenty points without rushing. Sure, but twenty points isn't a. That's not a top ten quarterback. Yes, it is. That's yes, on the it fringe. Is. No, the, it's Matt not. Stafford was almost twenty one, and he was like eleventh last year or something like that. No, I mean like in a week, on a week to week basis. Game. On a week to week basis, like this week, if we looked, I bet you that twenty fantasy points would have been a top ten. Fa- quarterback i would bet you that it wouldn't well let's ryan say. fitzpatrick had 25 so, uh, yeah i'm ryan fitzpatrick was i could definitely... name like five players who had like 25 points there's an easy way to check this okay talk about uh uh fucking the new england patriots <laughs> oh yeah the new england patriots probably the worst team in the nfl besides the ravens um yeah besides the ravens like we're really in a rut here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just i'm not i'm not buying cam newton i i kind of I don't want to say I called this, but like Vegas was like the first kind of legit defense they faced, and he had a bad game. It's one bad game. Like he's I realize, but it's the game. first kind of legit defense he faced. Not a legit defense though. So I don't I mean, know. It's definitely it's definitely a little bit better than average. The fact they were up which by which is that should that should be more concerning. The fact they were up by <laughs> so much, um, I think is a reason. Like it's got to play into the fact of why they uh, why they ran it so much. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I guess, but like. I don't know. I, I'm just not buying Cam Newton. And they didn't rush it like that much. Like Sony Michelle had a huge game, but he had nine carries. Rex Burkhead had a huge game. He had six carries. Like it, Cam Newton had the second, he was tied for the second most carries on his team. 20 points would have finished at exactly 10th this week. Okay. Chicago Bears 30 at Atlanta Falcons 26. Um, David Montgomery sucked 5.4 fantasy points Mitch Trubisky 11.6 yeah. fantasy points but then in comes Big Dick Nick okay Allen Robinson 18.3 fantasy points I said he was going to be the mailman what'd he do he delivered Anthony Miller 11.0 fantasy points Jimmy Graham I don't think he had a touchdown did he? no two two? two Jimmy Graham? two wow I was fucking off on that one Jimmy Graham it, you might have to grab him 60 yards and two touchdowns what, what's your, is Jimmy Graham better than Evan Ingram? Like, not, I mean, better physically. I mean, like, would you play Jimmy Graham ahead of Evan Ingram? No. No. Maybe with Big Dick Nick. Would you play Jimmy Graham ahead of Jonu Smith? No, not the way he's playing. Hayden Hurst? No, not the way he's playing. Hunter Henry? 
Uh, no, not the way he's playing, especially with Jer- Justin Herbert in. Uh, okay, we're, like I'm running out of tight ends here. Rob I, Gronkowski. Oh, 100%. Uh, he wouldn't be on no my offense, No offense. Ever. No offense. No. Fuck me. Mo Alley Cox. Yeah. Mo Alley Cox is playing well, though, too. He had one Anyways, Jimmy Graham is a fringe uh, tight end one, I guess. Um, I just, I still don't believe it. He's not, I don't know, something about him just gives me the heebie-jeebies about playing him. Um, who's taking the most, like, is Allen Robinson a better wide receiver now that Nick Foles is the starting quarterback? Oh, 100%. Nick Foles is a better quarterback. We've known this. I don't know why Nick Foles wasn't starting from day one. Because they couldn't start him. They had to they start could. Mitch. and then Because you can't bench Nick Foles for Mitch, but you can bench Mitch for Nick Foles. You could do either. I, like, I don't get your statement. Like, I Mitch get... Trubisky's confidence would have been completely shot if he started the season on the bench. Completely. Okay, well then, Nick Foles' confidence isn't going to be shot. He's been in this position Regardless before. of Mitch Trubisky's confidence, he fucking sucks. Yeah, well, he deserves to be benched so, now. So if Nick Foles doesn't play well, you d- yeah, sure, Mitch Trubisky, he's... But you already got another quarterback, so you're already not relying on Trubisky. I think they so had... to draft a quarterback. They had to play do. Mitch Trubisky for one to four more games to let everybody know that, yes, he indeed sucks, and the Mitch Trubisky experience is officially over. I just don't think anyone doubted Mitch Trubisky suck, like didn't suck. I guess the Chicago Bears did. Like, that's matinee. You were coach of the year. Fucking get it together. Atlanta Falcons. Todd Gurley, Brian Hill, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley. Hayden Hurst ended up getting a touchdown as well. I think he only had one reception for a touchdown. Seven points, something like that. But Todd Gurley, 14.2. Brian Hill, 14. Matt Ryan, 11.4. Calvin Ridley, 11.7 with no touchdowns. Calvin Ridley, in my opinion, is definitely a wide receiver one moving forward. Uh, Matt Ryan is going to have better days. I think it was just a bad game against a good defense. The Atlanta Falcons, though, blew this game. They right? blew every game. They I, Detroit Lions won a close one against the Cardinals, and Atlanta Falcons lost another close one against the Bears. So the Atlanta Falcons have officially taken the name of the Atlanta... <coughs> and Detroit gets their name back, and they're officially Detroit Lions again. Um... I'm just going to chalk it up to a bad day. Todd Gurley, I'm not a huge fan of, but you're still going to play him moving forward. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley are still number ones in their position. Like, they're still top ten in their position. Um, are you concerned about anything here? No, I'd just say maybe your game plan going forward Atlanta is to not have a lead at the half. Yeah, they need to be, mm-hmm. they need to be behind you in all be games. behind, maybe ahead by, like, a field goal. It would suck Max. to be a Falcons fan right now. It'd suck to be a Falcon. Like a, like a literal, Always. like a bird? Like the falcon bird? No, like Julio. It sucked to be Julio. Oh, like a, a one of them. It, oh, I feel, but Julio's always kind of... Like Julio's going to go down as the greatest receiver ever who's never won a Super Bowl. Calvin Johnson. I mean, Calvin Johnson's great, but I think Julio's going to surpass him. Oh, I don't know. I think Calvin Johnson was better in the short time that he, he was here. But anyways, that's that's whatever. That's a different thing. I Yeah, I feel bad to be a, a falcon right now, but... What are, oh, they're all in three, aren't they? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Los Angeles Rams, 32 at Buffalo Bills, 35. Bills almost blew this game. Just about uh, Josh Allen ends up saving it at the end there. Josh Allen, 31.2 fantasy points. Stephon Diggs, 10.9. He's kind of real. He was my skunk this week, too. I mean, he got saved by a touchdown. And, but to be fair, he also almost scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I guess Stefan Diggs is sick. And for as long as Josh Allen's going to keep playing like this, Stefan Diggs is going to be like a wide receiver 15. I agree with that. It is like Cole Beasley was had more receptions than him though. But we know what Cole Beasley's going to do this. Like that's I know, but like that that like brings the question question like around Stefan Diggs when John when John Brown comes back. 
and uh, Brown's I don't a better know. receiver I, than Cole Beasley. I wasn't a Diggs guy, and I feel that I have no choice but to admit that Diggs is playing I'd super agree with well. You. But I mean, it's just like. And then Ty- Tyler Croft, their tight end, fourteen point four fantasy points. I think he fell in for two touchdowns there. He did. Yeah. Uh, you like Tyler Croft? Uh, or just or for, just just a for fluke? the Bills? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Tyler fell in for two touchdowns. Who the fuck? Why the fuck? Okay, well, Kevin Tyler. You like Kevin Tyler? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Is that also a tight end? Uh, it's, yeah, fuck, I don't know. Are... It doesn't say here. Uh, just eighty-one. Um, but yeah, Kevin Tyler, twenty-four yards, two touchdowns. Not worth talking no, about. No, not. I mean, Houston Texans at Pittsburgh Steelers. All, are we gonna talk about the Rams? Oh yeah, I guess. Can you talk about the Rams? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good game coming out of these guys. Let me just pull up the notes. I'm on the game here, and I'm way far down. Darrell Henderson had 18 fantasy points. Yeah, 18 fantasy points. Malcolm Brown, 1.9. Jared Goff had a huge game, 27.2. Played great. Cooper Cup, who is my... Uh, no, he no, not this one. The, this is the wrong one. Um, Cooper Cup had an amazing game, 16.7. My fucking guy, Robert Woods, another good game, 16.4. Tyler Higby, 6 points. Not great. Not great, but, I mean, again, tight ends. This happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the Rams looked great. The, the Bills are a powerhouse, and they took it to the last play of the game. Is Darrell Henderson better than Malcolm Brown? Um, <coughs> Who would you rather have? I'd probably I, – I don't know, to be honest. I'd probably rather have Malcolm Brown right now. But, this Rams backfield is a disaster because they're yeah. taking turns, and the other shitty thing is Cam Akers is going to be back in this mix eventually here too. Yeah, and so, within, I think next week or something like that. So. At- as someone that has a decent amount of shares in the Rams' backfield, it, it sucks. It sucks trying to, like, figure it out and decipher who to play each week. Yeah, I mean, Darrell Henderson is, like, I think he's their most efficient back. So. For sure, by far. Yeah. If anybody should get the job just off of merit and job production so far, it's definitely Darrell Henderson. Yeah. Um. Okay, next game. Houston Texans 21 at Pittsburgh Steelers 28. Uh, Steelers played a good game. Texans honestly played a decent game, all things considered. They were going against a good defense. But Deshaun Watson only 17.1 fantasy points. Um, Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller, it's a toss-up every single week. This week, it was Brandon. It was uh, sorry, it was Will Fuller with 11.4 fantasy points. Brandon Cooks only 2.3. It seems like one receiver is going to be the guy, and one receiver is going to be irrelevant every single week. Where uh, up to this week, we've only seen it's been Will Fuller, then it was Brandon Cooks, then it was Will Fuller. If one of them goes off, the other one doesn't produce anything. So uh, I'm going to disagree with you slightly. I think within the next few weeks, we're going to figure it out. I mean, I'm really going to just take it down to, I mean, clearly Kansas has a good pass defense, I guess. Um, but then they played the Steelers, then they put Baltimore. Like, the, he's just throwing twos open. Houston has played, they, whoever. They've had the toughest schedule. Yeah, whoever league. whoever designed the schedule does not like Houston. That is for sure. They've played the three hardest defenses. Um, Deshaun Watson, if you have Deshaun Watson, better days are ahead. Yeah, yeah, for Coming sure. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, right now, Deshaun Watson's time starts. The fact he was able to kind of semi-produce with all this, uh, uh, with all these defenses coming at him and like playing the Chiefs week one and stuff, it'll be okay. He's going to yeah. finish the top five quarterback. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, James Conner, we already talked about him. He's, he's legit, 20.9 fantasy points. He's their RB1, which means he should be an RB starting running back for you in fantasy every single fucking week. Ben Roethlisberger, 19.2 fantasy points. Kind of just steady. You know how he does. Juju Smith-Schuster, 12.3 fantasy points. Uh, Eric Ebron, 11.2. And then Deontay Johnson gets injured. 
we were all, you know, we were all super happy, super big on Deontay Johnson last week, so that fucking sucks. 0.9 fantasy points before he gets injured too, so he didn't even come close to winning your week before he went out. I think yeah. that if he's injured for some a period of time here, there's room for a Chase Claypool or a James Washington to kind of step into the wide receiver two role in Pittsburgh. And as we've already alluded to, the wide receiver two role does often have value yeah. in fantasy. Um, that fucking sucks about Deontay Johnson because I felt like he was really running away with that wide receiver two oh, job. Yeah, I think it's going to be James Washington. Chase Claypool, like he had a touchdown last week, but if you actually watched it, it was really bad. He should have got a PI call. So... I don't know. I'm not buying the Chase Claypool yet. I think that he, Chase Claypool has stats, haven't wowed, but as of right now, he's played pretty well on the eyeball test. Yeah. Pretty fucking well. All right, we're going to take a quick break to let the puppy outside. We'll be back in a second. All right, we're back. And uh, on to the next game, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, it was actually a really good game. Tennessee ends up winning 31, Minnesota Vikings 30. Uh, Derrick Henry finally had his coming out party. I think we already talked about it. Derrick Henry, 25 fantasy points. I mean, I think that's to be expected. He's going to have a couple more games with over 20 points just with how much he gets carries. Ryan Tannehill, 11.7 fantasy points. Kind of comes back down to earth after two big weeks, week one and two. I think people were saying that he might even be a set-and-forget-it starter. I don't think that's the case. Do you? No. Yeah, no. He's definitely not matchup-proof. And you, sh- if you have Ryan Tannehill, I would actively be looking on the waiver wire for a better option. Corey Davis, 6.9 fantasy points. He was supposed to do super well in uh, A.J. Brown's absence and kind of doesn't really do that well. 6.9 doesn't lose you a week, though. Jonu Smith gets in the end zone, I think. No, 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 Jonu Smith just had 61 yards. Uh, 6.1 fantasy points for Jonu Smith. And then Khalif Raymond was this kind of outsider that ended up being the one to be the recipient of points. 11.5 fantasy points. Wouldn't put any stock in this Khalif Raymond thing. It probably won't happen again. Um, Corey Davis, though, what's what's your opinion on him? I mean, he's valuable until AJ Green, or AJ Green, sorry, AJ Brown comes back mm-hmm. to make colors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> color names, not color people. You get it? Go on. Jesus Christ. No, no, that's what I had to clarify. I was trying to be nice guy, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't I trying you, to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's yeah. just too many AJ and then Green or Brown or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he has value until AJ Brown comes back. I mean, Khalif Raymond clearly stepped into AJ Brown's role. Yeah. Three receptions for 118 yards. I don't think so, uh, I agree with you. I don't think Corey Davis has startable role once AJ Brown comes back. Just because we, mm. just from what we've seen from the Titans, they're not really an offense that can support more than one pass catcher. <clears throat> pa- or I guess Johnny pass Smith. catcher, tight end, running back. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the value in Tennessee. Um, Minnesota Vikings, other side of the ball. Dalvin Cook, another big game, twenty three point nine fantasy points. He's a stud. Dalvin Cook is a stud. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. What do you mean if you can... <sighs> I guess he stayed healthy for the last season. You just so. got to have a negative vibe about him for sure, but he's definitely a top three mm-hmm. running back. Oh, I mean, that's not even a question. Kirk yeah. Cousins, 19.4 fantasy points. Decent game after having a terrible negative performance. I don't think anybody was playing Kirk Cousins, though. Adam Thielen, 9.3 fantasy points. Not bad. Justin Jefferson obviously had the big game, 23.5 fantasy points. If you had the balls to start Justin Jefferson, good on you. And then Kyle Rudolph, 7.1 fantasy points. Ended up getting a touchdown. I think we said it before. Um, piss off Rudolph you know a lot of people could have used that touchdown Dalvin Kirk Adam another one for Justin ends up being Kyle fucking Rudolph the fossil that is on the Minnesota Vikings what is uh, we already talked about Jefferson you like him Uh, Thielen 9.3 you're not really concerned eh concern level Adam Thielen Uh, give it like a 4 a 4 it's gotta be lower than that that's a 2 yeah and then Dalvin Cook um, how encouraged are you about Dalvin Cook I mean, he's definitely a running back. He's definitely RB1. He's yeah. definitely top three. Top, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think it was Ezekiel um, Elliott. 
What is the Alvin Kamara, man? Kamara's one. Yeah, Kam- Kamara's one. There's no question. You think he's one? One. I think Ezekiel Elliott's one. He's safer. Two is Alvin Kamara. Three is between Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, and uh, Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin's three. Uh, I would Zeke, say Dalvin. Zeke two. I, I I'd rank Kamara, Zeke, and then uh, Dalvin is probably my rankings. Well, we should have a little rankings episode one of these days. Maybe yeah. next maybe next episode we'll have a little quick top 10 or something for the for mm-hmm. remainder of the season. For the boys. Um for the boys. Next next game we got Carolina Panthers at the Los Angeles Chargers. After taking the the Chiefs to overtime in week 2, the Chargers end up falling to the Panthers with no Christian McCaffrey and Teddy Bridgewater who let me check. Yeah, still wears gloves. <laughs> um Justin Herbert, fourteen point seven fantasy points, kind of came back down to earth a little bit. What's your what's your concern level with just the uh, Chargers offense with uh, Justin Herbert? Concern level? Yeah, there is none. There's zero. No, like, no. he's playing fantastic. He's. But, I mean, he's playing. He played really well against the Chiefs, and then three hundred thirty yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, decent, like as for a rookie, he's playing decent, but. Um, he he's a rookie quarterback. He threw the ball forty nine times. He had one interception. I'm not concerned at all. Can't argue 49 with that. attempts like like yeah he's know, definitely like they can't all be dimes they're definitely you know? not playing like, him in fantasy but he is giving yeah. fantasy value to the people around him specifically yeah. Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen the two studs in their team Austin Eckler 20.3 fantasy points had value receiving had value rushing uh he's He's the guy now. I, I I was really concerned about Eckler going into the season, and I thought that this Joshua Kelly character, who ended up only having 3.2 fantasy points, was going to come in and take away some of his value, be the Melvin Gordon guy, and that just wasn't the case. Austin Eckler, I think, is, a, is an RB1 as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. With his value receiving, uh, with value uh, yeah, rushing, I, I, and now I'd with the value... i he's probably within my top 7 to 8. So yeah, and there. I was not an Eckler guy, so yeah. that kind of sucks. I wish... For some reason, I wish he wasn't doing well. Because I don't have him, I guess. But Joshua Kelly, only 3.2 fantasy points. Herbert, 14.7. Keenan Allen, we already talked about him on our good, bad, and ugly as one of the good guys. This is my papa of the week, too. 17.2 fantasy points. Yeah, he, he performed. He he has so much. He, he took the biggest jump with Justin Herbert taking over, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then Hunter Henry, 5 fantasy points. I mean, it's a tight end. It is what it is. Um, other side of the ball, though, Carolina Carolina Panthers. You got Mike Davis with 15.1 fantasy points. Steps into Christian McCaffrey's shoes pretty decently. And you know what I said? I said that the the Panthers weren't going to change their offense. They they have no choice but to keep on running their offense through the running back. And to be fair, they did do that. They ran the same offense. Mike Davis obviously isn't Christian McCaffrey, but he's going to be an RB one ish kind of until Christian McCaffrey's back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about RB one, but RB two. You have to start him. You have to start him. You have to start him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 14.6 fantasy points, still wears gloves, still not that good. DJ Moore, 6.5 fantasy points. We already talked about him on the bad list. Robbie Anderson, 5.5. He actually ended up getting more targets, I believe, Robbie Anderson did, and more receptions. Curtis Samuel, 5.2 fantasy points. Uh, if I wanted to own any of them, obviously it would still be DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson is definitely closing in that gap, but I don't really want anybody on this offense besides Mike Davis and Christian, like the running back in Carolina, basically. What do you are you comfortable playing any of these receivers? No, none of them, not really. I mean, DJ Moore and, and Robbie. Ad- I think DJ Moore is a comfortable flex play, honestly. Comfortable. Yes, not like you're stoked about it, but he's comfortable. If you, tra- <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're not stoked about it, but he's I mean, comfortable. He had 120 yards last week, so like. I think I think that if you have DJ Moore, you probably have him as a wide receiver two or flex, so you might not have very many yeah. better options around him. But if it's between, like, let me say, let's do a little name game: T- DJ Moore or Tyler Boyd. DJ Moore, I think. I'm honestly, I think Tyler Boyd. Um, uh, DJ Chark or DJ Moore, the two DJs. DJ Chark. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, AJ Brown, I don't know how you feel about AJ Brown. He's definitely uh, oh, much AJ higher. Brown. Devontae is... Parker or DJ Moore? See, that's that's about where it is. I think Devontae Parker, even, but it's bro. yeah, you're right. It's a little gap between them two. I think that's about even for me. Like they're they're like right around the same place. Uh, good good on the Panthers for getting this W mm-hmm. against the Chargers. The the NFL week to week, you, you can't take stock into what happened the week before. You just can't like. Uh, the the Vikings got blown out by the Colts and then they lose by one point to the Titans and Carolina looks terrible the first two weeks and then the Chargers, I mean, looked good against the Chiefs and then they can't even beat the Panthers. Like, a- anything can happen. Um, next game, we're going to talk about it for the least amount of time possible. New York Jets, 7 at Indianapolis Colts, 36. The Jets have literally nobody on offense. Frank Gore got 100,000 carries again, 6.2 fantasy points. Sam Darnold, 6.7 fantasy points. Not even his fault. He's got nobody to pass to. The only person he passes to is Braxton Berrios, who ends up with 12.4 fantasy points. I don't even want to talk about it, though, because there's no way any of you clowns played him. And if you did, fuck, good on you. I got, I have no trust in the Jets' offense. They, you're clairvoyant if you played him. You're extremely clairvoyant if you played him. Yeah, the Jets' offense, between the Jets, the Giants, uh, and the Eagles, I want no part in any of them, to be honest with you. Um, that's all I got to say. You got anything to say about the Jets right now? No. No, they fucking the suck. No. Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor, 12.2 fantasy points, ends up with a decent day. Phillip Rivers, 12.7, didn't end up playing the whole game because Jacoby Brissett comes in, right? Yep. Mo Alley-Cox, 11 fantasy points. He's on the upwards trend for sure. I like me some Mo Alley Cox. Uh, at T.Y. Hilton, 5.2 fantasy points. If you you're like wondering... Cox, man? Pardon? You I like love Cox. Cox. Love Cox. Oh. I'm a, actually, I'm a big Cox guy. You're big... Oh. I'm a big Cox guy. That's not what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, me personally, small cock, but I'm a big Cox guy, all right? Uh, Colts defense is ends up with 27 fantasy points. They're... Uh, I mean, they're the ones that kind of took over and scored all the points for that team. Um, T.Y. Hilton, 5.2. What's your concern level? I don't know if I've asked you that yet. What's your concern level? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one uh, an 8. It's definitely an 8. I'd say 4 weeks is an, is 25% of the season, right? Yeah. So after 4 weeks, that is when you can start making like bold decisions. Not, I'm not saying cut T.Y. Hilton, but that's when you start really assessing what your player's values are. And T.Y. Yeah. Hilton has not proven that he's worth fucking yeah, anything right no, now. No, he's like, he's like a bottom and flex right now. If that. Yeah, if that. I have a hard time trusting to play him when there's players like, again, Tyler Boyd or T.Y. Hilton? Uh, Probably Tyler Boyd right now. Chark Hilton. Chark. Uh, okay, and I know you're going the other So, Vaughn, Parker Hilton. Parker. Yeah. So, like, how far do I go down now? Justin Jefferson? T.Y. I mean, Hilton. Oh, I mean, T.Y. Hilton for sure. But, I mean, I don't know. As soon, If we're talking about, like, the number one wide receivers on their team... T.Y. Hilton is towards the bottom of that list. Like, if we're talking about the number one wide receivers, like, if you're ranking Across the NFL, like, 32 number one wide receivers. Like, T.Y. Hilton is towards the bottom of the list right now. I'm having a hard time. Like, D.J. Moore comes to mind, but I I think I would play D.J. Moore ahead of T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I would for sure. So then, no, I'm having a hard time thinking of a receiver. Jerry Judy, maybe, because they don't have Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Even then. I I think I'd play T.Y. Hilton over Jerry Judy, but, like... Until I it's see close. until I see Jerry Judy actually have a good game and Drew Locke comes back, um, well he's had good games, but like until he's had like a great a fantasy game. relevant game. But that's how I feel about T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Until he has a good game with Philip Rivers, there I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bite. Yeah. Uh, next game was probably the best game of the, of the of the whole weekend. Dallas Cowboys at Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are playing such fucking good like fun football because their yeah. defense is terrible and their offense is so great yeah, everything's high scoring keep on smashing the over on all these games i smashed the over won a couple bucks 
Um, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, 11.8 fantasy points. I mean, not great, but that definitely didn't lose you a week. Dak Prescott, 27.5 fantasy points. Pretty, pretty fucking good. Amari Cooper, 8.6. Michael Gallup has his big game, 19.8 fantasy points. CeeDee Lamb, 6.6. Let's, let's start with the receivers real quick, though. Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, after Gallup has his big game, does it change your opinion at all that CeeDee Lamb is the wide receiver, too? No. I think this really comes down to uh, Amari Cooper got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, he came back. But Amari Cooper was out of the game for was, for a bit and it hobbled uh, up a bunch too like even when he was in he was still yeah he wasn't getting like targeted him. once he was in mm-hmm. it was yeah um so i think michael gallup's big game really comes down to amari cooper not being there so i think cd lamb still like michael gallup had six receptions and cd lamb had five mm-hmm. i'm not sure what the target share was but amari cooper still like i get amari cooper hasn't had like michael gallup's had a huge game cd lamb's had a pretty big game with 100 yards like as, as far as a rookie wide receiver goes mm-hmm. amari cooper he got targeted the most by far, 12 targets uh, on nine receptions, and he wasn't in the game the entire time. I think Amari Cooper's going to have a huge game very soon. I thought this was going to be it. but um, Well, I mean, it definitely could have been it. The problem was that Cedric Wilson, this fucking prick of the week, yeah. 22.7 points. Who's Cedric? <laughs> <laughs> Ends up with 22.7 fantasy points. I think he had two tutties and over 100 yards, right? Or was it 107 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, and man. five receptions, yeah. You know how many of us have Dallas guys? Yeah. Dalton Schultz even, 4.8 fantasy points. Dalton Schultz was guaranteed started in a bunch of leagues. CD, Gallup, Cooper, you're a prick. You're said prick, Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of these guys' games could have been way better if this clown didn't fucking go off for 22.7 I mean, points. I honest, this is another game where I was just screaming at the television Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Like, every fucking play. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amari Cooper, actually, I got a question for you. Amari Cooper concern level. You just mentioned how you think he's going to have a big game, blah, blah, blah. But going in, keeping in mind, going into the season, we had him as a clear-cut top 10 receiver where is your mindset now on him being a top 10 receiver? Concern I think level he's there. still in there. I, my concern level is maybe a two. For him being a top 10 receiver? Yeah, receiver? my concern level is maybe a two. He's getting so many targets. He's got the yards. He's just not getting the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And the touchdowns will come. Like, like it. everyone has, like, Julio never gets touchdowns. He's a top three wide receiver every year. We know this. Julio's like, a top three wide receiver ever. No, 100%. But, I mean, like... Amari Cooper's getting the touches. He's getting the volume. Volume is king in fantasy. Yeah, I agree. And Don't the- just trust the numbers that you see on your little scoreboard. Trust the numbers that you see in the stats too. Like, yeah, I think twelve the- targets is a huge target share. The most encouraging thing about Amari Cooper is that our problem with him last season was that he has boom and bust games. And then mm. our problem with him this year is that he's too steady and doesn't have any big game. No, Amari Cooper's most encouraging thing is that he's now a steady wide receiver. His problem before was this boom mm. and bust shit. I mean, I guess 8.6 isn't going to win me my week, but it definitely didn't lose me my week. And there was a couple definitely. times where Amari Cooper lost your, your weeks last last season. And he didn't, he, keep this in mind, he didn't play the entire Yeah, he was game. injured a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went out and he was hobbled when he came back in. So, like, he could have had fucking three touchdowns for all I know, but he got injured. Like, yeah. it happens. All right, Seattle Seahawks threw up 38 points because their defense sucks and their offense rocks. Chris Carson, 7.6 fantasy points. gets in- It was like the fourth quarter when he got injured, so the 7.6 fantasy points is pretty much like what he produced for the whole game. Um, Russell Wilson goes fucking bananas with five passing touchdowns, 36.8 fantasy points. You think, it, who if MVP was to be given right now, who is it? I think it's 
Mm, I don't know. It's tough. I think Russell Wilson and Josh Allen are right there. Yeah, each other. I think it's Russell Wilson. Not for sure. I was saying I won't say for sure, but it is Russell Wilson right Russell now. Russell Wilson has more passing touchdowns, but Josh Allen has the rushing touchdowns to go with the passing touchdowns. So uh, like T's and P's and thoughts and prayers to anybody that went against Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett. Fucking just like yeah, the pair of them. Brutal. Yikes. Thirty between the two of them, they had over sixty points. Thirty six point eight out of Russell Wilson. Tyler Lockett at twenty eight points. He had three touchdowns. DK Metcalf. This fucking this blew fucking it. guy. Yeah, I've just I was, as I was looking at his name, I remembered the whole thing. All over. you take over. Oh my god, watching this play happen, and then we all know what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. It was a rookie fucking cornerback, too, who made an unbelievable play. Yeah, he did make Shout out player. to Stefan Diggs' brother. I don't know his first name. It's like Quavon, Trayvon, Mavon, no idea. Yeah, something I think like it's that. Trayvon Diggs or something Trayvon, like that. Trayvon, I thought it was the Q. Quavo yeah, Diggs? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Either way. He made a huge play. Diggs. Fucking one yard line. DK, just keep running. Just keep running. It wasn't so much. I don't care about that DK slowed up. That was fine. It was so much that DK was holding the ball like he was answering a phone call or something. It we, was ridiculous. Aaron, we played football. What What is like, what are the first things they teach you in football? Two hands on the ball. You never ball stop security. running. Oh, and that one. You keep Bunch. going. <laughs> you keep going until you can't go no more. Yeah, even you when you don't you're, slow down. Even when you're a fat lineman and the play yeah. is literally 45 yards ahead of you, you, you have no chance running. of catching. You're supposed to keep running. Or you're Do not get walk on a football field. <laughs> yeah. That's like the number one rule. Like, yeah. Everyone's heard that rule. Yeah, DK blew it. But I mean, he still ended up with 15 yeah. fantasy points. He could have ended up with a huge game. DK is sick. So, wide receiver one. Yeah, take away all that. But see, how many guys? That's what. I, that's why I was asking about Amari Cooper. Okay, how many guys were outside of our top ten wide receivers and have now moved inside of our top ten because of how well they played? I.e., uh, Calvin Ridley, D.K. Metcalf, maybe even Tyler Lockett. So now, not Tyler Lockett. Okay, but this, so there's no way there's room for uh, Amari Cooper right now with how well he's playing. In a 12-team league, I think Amari Cooper is... I don't think he's, like, 7th, as we were talking about. But I think going for... Like, not right now, but I think going forward, Amari Cooper is going to step into that top 10. Like, Okay. All right. I, I, I think he's going to end up a top... I don't think he's a top 10 right now in fantasy points value. But, like, going on through the season, through the rest of the season, I rank him in my top 10. Right on. Okay. Um, Greg Olson, who's been kind of having decent games, ends up with 6.1 fantasy points. Um... I want as much of the Seattle Seahawks offense as I can get. Even yeah. Greg Olson, to be honest with you, he's a startable tight end, especially with how many times have I said that a tight, like just today even, how many times have I said a tight end had less than eight points? Hunter Henry, uh, fucking Darren Waller. Sorry, I'm just burping here. Uh, Dallas Goddard gets injured. Um, like people like Mo Alley Cox are the, are the are the tight ends to talk about these days. So I would, I would consider, I know, I, I like him. Well, here's the thing. There's two quarterbacks right now who are on pace to break every fantasy point record that's ever been placed by a quarterback. Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. Russell Wilson is doing it in the air. Yeah. Like, Josh Allen is doing it kind of with his feet, getting rushing touchdowns. Russell Wilson is doing it through the air. Every single person who's catching passes from Russell Wilson right now has value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Even more, like, I get, like, last year we wanted every bit of the Chiefs offense. I think... More than ever, more than the Chiefs last year, you want Seattle Seahawks. Players. Yeah, and going into the season, I actually thought it was going to be the team that they were playing that were going to want the most of their offense. I thought it was going to be 
Go and grab I mean, as much of the is. Cowboys off- offense as you can. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like whoever's playing against the Seahawks. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying I'm, I thought the, <laughs> no, it kind of is though. The Seahawks yeah, exactly. So bad. <laughs> no, I'm saying I thought the Cowboys offense was going to be that offense this mm. year. They're going to be high power. Go grab, go grab them. It's the Seattle Seahawks, man. It's yeah. really the Seattle Seahawks. Um, all right, next game though, we got Detroit Lions. They got their name back. They went from the Detroit eh, eh, to Detroit Lions. Um, they won a game. Pretty Indeed. miraculously against it's a great team against Arizona Cardinals. It was kind of a like a heat check for the Arizona Cardinals. They couldn't go three and zero to start the game, start the year. They are great and I do love them, but they couldn't go three and zero to start the year. Kenyon Drake seven point nine fantasy points. I already talked about him on my bad list. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. What's your concern level, Kenyon Drake one to ten? Okay, uh, as an RB one, as an RB one, probably about an like seven to eight. As a wide, as an, as an RB fifteen to ten. See, like that's in a twelve-team league. That's like kind of RB. You find RB fifteen, RB fifteen, RB. So uh, uh, in my top twenty, like I have him. Like I think he's gonna finish in top twenty, no problem. But I don't think he's gonna finish within close to top twelve. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, Kyler Murray is still so good. Twenty-one point seven fantasy points. DeAndre Hopkins thirteen point seven all yards. DeAndre baby. Hopkins is the wide receiver one. If I was to rank wide receivers the rest of the season, even even if honest to God, even if Michael Thomas and Devonta Adams is a, is a little bit questionable, but he's either one or two, honest to God. Like he's yeah, and you were really down. I was so down on Hopkins, and I have no choice. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm in a, I'm a man, I'm a man. So I need to admit when I'm wrong, okay? Yeah. And I was wrong. DeAndre Hopkins rips, and then Andy Isabella, another good game, sixteen point one fantasy points. As for as long as Christian Kirk is out, Isabella might have value. Yeah, what a name for the second week in a row. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, just I with guess. how well the Arizona Cardinals offense is, it's hard this to is, say. This is the first game where Kyler hasn't, like, rushed more than he's through. Like, uh, he rushed a fuck ton his first two games. Like, this is the first. So, I'm just going to chalk it up to maybe, like, he had to throw it more this game. Mm-hmm. And somebody had to catch touchdowns. He's the only one who caught touchdowns. So, yeah. I know I like I like Andy Isabella if you're in a pinch to start him in the next couple of weeks here. Um, Detroit Lions though, Detroit Lions they got their name back. Adrian Peterson eight point five fantasy points. Carryon Johnson uh, and DeAndre Swift combined for four point nine points. Um, not good. It's not looking yucky. good. Pardon? Yucky. Yucky. So yucky. Uh, Matthew Stafford eighteen point five fantasy points. I was pretty high on Stafford going into the year. Um, I'm not saying drop him, but he's definitely play the matchup on him. And he had a decent matchup and still didn't do that great. Kenny Galladay, 11.7 fantasy points. Come back from his hamstring injury that he started the season with. He, I mean, came back double-digit points right off the bat. Very encouraging. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. What, what's your encouragement level on Kenny Galladay? 10 being like, you're very encouraged. As a wide receiver, one. Uh, I'm going to give it, like, maybe a six. I I mean, like, it was a... He got a touchdown, but, I mean, six receptions in a game where it was close, like... I feel like, and they're obviously a pass for his team. Adrian Peterson is getting so many touches, and just Kenny Galladay is not. Well, Kenny Galladay, this is his first game playing. He had double-digit fantasy points. I'm super encouraged. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is 5.1, and TJ Hawkinson 5.3. I think the reason I'm so encouraged is because they didn't do that well. Marvin Jones Jr. and TJ Hawkinson. I mean, they had as many yards as Kenny Galladay on less re- Kenny Galladay on less receptions. So that means Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay's always been a non-reception, a lot of yards guy. So if he's getting the same amount of receptions as them, no, he, he they're will, getting what, less what, receptions. He, they're getting more yards. He, they're getting the same amount of yards. He will be getting the same amount of receptions. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is, if he gets the same amount of receptions or the same amount of targets as those guys, he's going to cash in way more than uh, Marvin Jones Jr. and Hawkinson will. Um, Buccaneers at Denver Broncos. 
They ran over them. Ronald Jones, 7.3 fantasy points, and Leonard Fournette, 2.2 fantasy points. Yikes. A big yikes, because Leonard Fournette had a bad game, and Ronald Jones didn't even run away with the job in, in his absence. So that's what's really concerning, is that they're, neither of them seem good now. I don't know. Some Denver Broncos do have a good run defense, and I did say to fade Ronald Jones this week, even though Leonard Fournette was the shittier running back, Ronald Jones, you still would have been more advantageous benching him, so I kind of made a good call there. Um, I, I'm going to chalk yeah. it up to the to the Broncos. have a pretty solid run defense, though, and they had to play at altitude in Denver. Yeah, just, I'm not stu- I'm not stoked on anything the Bucks are doing right now. <laughs> to be honest, I guess Mike Evans is catching touchdowns, but like no yards, which is really what, weird. Two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, so really sick. weird. And at his first game, he had I think two yards, one touchdown, Something or like one that. yard, one touchdown. Yeah. Like that's Mike Evans. Who are you? This isn't you. Well, I think like, my, I, mean, I think is the reason that's really encouraging is Mike Evans has came in with a hamstring injury that apparently he still definitely has, but he's still the number one red zone target for sure by far. Right? I mean, I guess it's just weird. We've always said that like yards are replicable. Yeah, touchdowns are touchdowns not. Touchdowns are not. Yeah. Mike Evans is just like spitting in our faces. <laughs> um, I mean, two touchdowns. He had twelve point two points. Like that. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady had twenty three point nine fantasy points. Finally had his big game. I think. I think Tom Brady is a low end quarterback one moving forward. I don't think you have to be too concerned about trying to find a replacement for him. Chris Godwin twelve point four fantasy points. Scotty Miller eight point three. Yeah. Definitely deserves to be picked up. If he's not picked up, go grab him. Tom Brady loves undrafted white slot. Guy. Pardon? Guess who has that guy? Is it you? Yeah, that's me. How'd you get him with no waiver work? Like with no... Uh, like you were so low in the Liam dropped him and nobody noticed. Oh, right. Scotty Miller. <laughs> Scotty Miller. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Tom Brady loves his his undrafted from small school white slot receivers. And Scotty Miller is just the latest one. Gronk finally had a decent game. 4.8 fantasy points. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't no. mean anything. It Nothing. just means that he does still exist and has a pulse. He literally said this week... He was brought into Tampa to be a blocking tight end, mm-hmm. and he was surprised that he got targeted three times. That's a good, that's like kind of encouraging, I think, for Tampa, not for him. For that's Tampa, encouraging yeah. for Tampa Bay that he's kind of bit in as a as a blocking tight end. Um, Denver Broncos, Melvin Gordon, we already talked about his ugly, three point eight fantasy points, not good. Yikey. Jeff yeah. Driscoll and Brett Ripien, not good between them either. Jerry Judy, not good. Noah Fant, not good. 5.5 fantasy points for Judy, and Noah Fant had 4.6. Um, yeah, no, I'm not I, I'm not getting any of the Denver offense besides Melvin Gordon. Even Jerry Judy, to me, I'm not starting until they I figure think, out their quarterbacks. I th- no, I'm not starting him, but I think he's still worth trading for, I think, because once Drew yeah. Locke comes back. like. But who knows how long Drew Locke's going to be? A shoulder injury for a not, quarterback. It's not, is... Yeah, but it's not his throwing arm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that actually changed so, things a little bit. Yeah, so... As far as I know, I'm pretty sure it's not his throwing arm because his timetable is like, it's like four weeks. So for a shoulder injury for a quarterback, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot longer if it was his throwing arm. So an interesting buy low candidate with yeah. Jerry Judy. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to the uh, one of the other great games of the of the weekend was really good yeah. Sunday nighter. Green Bay Packers at New Orleans Saints. Green Bay wins uh, 37-30. Great game. Aaron Jones 14.6 fantasy points. I mean, didn't run away with an amazing week, but still solid mid mid teen game that's rb1 aaron Rodgers 24.5 fantasy points he guy bulls. he bulls he beat cam newton in our convince convince section so that sucks alan lazard ends up being the wide receiver one with Devonte adams gone 20.4 fantasy week. points and then marquez valdez scantling 0.5 fantasy points 
it is. I guess it's clear if, if we're just gonna judge it off this week, it's clearly Alan Lazard's job if Devonte Adams isn't there. Hey, I mean, I've been saying it. Yeah, you I've have been, been saying, saying it. it. That was one of your calls. Alan for Lazard sure. was my gamble this week. It worked so, out well worth who, the gamble. I'm trying to think who my gamble was. I think it might have been Darius Slayton. No, that was a gamble like two weeks ago. That was my gamble two weeks ago. Um, yeah, I'm not sure to yeah. be honest with you. And then, uh, and then, anyways, the last guy in the Packers, Robert Tanyan Jr. I don't even know who that is. Had 11 fantasy points. I legitimately don't know who that is. Is that a tight end? No, no idea. Uh, no, what's his name? Sorry, Robert Tanyan Jr. He looks like a fucking like his name to me looks like end, he belongs yeah. in Game of Thrones. He's a tight end. I think so. Yeah. Let me click on him right his, quick. his performance means yeah, nothing. Put no stock into it. It's just because Aaron Rodgers was yucking that ball around the field. Yeah, I mean, this is another offense would give me a bunch of players. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard, let's go, baby. Um, I, I actually, believe in you. You gave, you gave me some return on it. I actually don't have Drew Brees' numbers up here. Can you find out how many fantasy points he had last week? Uh, for sure. Um, anyways, the Saints had – they put up 30 points. They actually played a decent game, all things considered. Alvin Kamara, though, stole the show – 31.7 fantasy points. Latavius Murray still had some value with 6.5 fantasy points. Yeah, Alvin Kamara is sick. The amount of, like, his role in the rushing and in in receiving makes him a clear-cut top five running back. You say he's your number one. I say he's my number two. Yeah. He rips. Um, Latavius Murray, 6.5. Emmanuel Sanders had 11.6 fantasy points, and then Traquan Smith only had 4.2 after Traquan Smith had his big first game there. Uh, like first game with uh, Michael Thomas gone. My, uh, Emmanuel Sanders is definitely playable moving forward as long as Michael Thomas is out. I am a little concerned because the only reason he had 11.6 fantasy points is because they had to throw so much against Green Bay. As bad as we think New Orleans is turning into, they're still a good team. They're still going to beat shitty teams. Yeah. Reports uh, reports are that Michael Thomas is looking for week four as a return. So, yeah. Uh, by the way, Drew Brees, 23.5. Damn, he actually had a decent game. Yeah. I thought he had three everybody- touchdowns, 288 passing yards everybody buried drew Brees and said his career was over and he was done and they should play in Taysom hill or Jameis. and i think that he had a little bit of a revenge game even though they lost threw up 30 points against a good defense in green bay um jared cook 2.1 fantasy points anything you want to say about the new orleans saints there alvin kamara i already know alvin you have a, yeah alvin kamara is amazing it is especially with saquon and christian mccaffrey gone he's like the he's the number one or number two guy too yeah yeah i mean with christian mccaffrey and saquon gone like if we took them out of the rankings he would have been my number two guy so i mean he's moved up to number one he's playing a fucking amazing mm-hmm. 13 receptions 139 yards two touchdowns yeah receiving that's just receiving yeah yeah so, I mean, you're playing great. Keep it going, kid. And then the last game of, of the weekend, Monday Nighter, your favorite game, Kansas City Chiefs just absolutely humbled the Baltimore Ravens, 34-20. to 20. Uh, And honestly, it was worse than that because the Ravens had a, a kick return touchdown that really padded their score there, to be honest. They could not get much going offensively. Lamar Jackson, 14.2 fantasy points. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, 4.4. Mark Ingram, 3. Hollywood Brown, 1.3, and Mark Andrews, 2.2. Literally, if you started anybody on the Ravens' offense, you would have been disappointed. Yeah, um, just fuck bullshit game. Like, I can, I couldn't believe. I was disgusted watching this game. Yeah, like, why don't you talk me, about it for a second? It just brought tell, me uh, back to watching them just get fucked by the Tennessee Titans last year. Like, it was, like, the same feeling of just, like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Their defense the looked fuck? terrible. Like, they, I know you, we're talking about offense, but their defense is I said this in maybe, like, four minutes into the first quarter. I said, these guys aren't tackling. Nope. They're, they were uh, 54. Fucking 54. <laughs> I literally searched up your name because I don't even know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I think it was Bowser. 
You tackle like a fucking vagina, okay? <laughs> you hugged it. You, you, uh, every Ravens player was just like, besides Calais Campbell, I will say you were the one shining light in the tackle department. But you're just grabbing people up top. I saw Patrick Mahomes escape like two guys trying to tackle him. It's Patrick fucking Mahomes. Yeah. Get him on the ground. Well, like get like, him on the ground. Yeah, like it's not we're, it's not Russell Wilson. I mean, like, grow up, <laughs> tackle better. Okay, and um, and how'd you feel about Lamar Jackson's performance? I mean, it wasn't great. I'll tell you that for free. Um, <laughs> it's really bad. After we talked all that shit about like though Cam Newton being running back, blah blah blah. Lamar Jackson had ninety seven passing yards. I do think that uh, like watching watching how the Chiefs played them. If you want to beat the Ravens, that is exactly the defense you need to play. Like they were, they were so stuck on contain. Mm-hmm. They were so well. Like their contain was better than I've ever seen a defense play against the Ravens. Yeah, well, they're making Lamar yeah. Jackson throw the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, think it was perfect. I think a big concern. And I said this during the game is a big concern with Lamar Jackson moving forward. And they even had this stat up is that he's zero and four now zero and five when trailing by ten points or more in a game. They he, his MVP season they never really trailed that often. I don't think like when he's forced to throw and he can't rely on running and uh, as like you have to throw the ball. We're down by whatever fourteen points. Lamar Jackson's value takes a huge hit because as much as I love him and I do love him, he isn't a top twenty passer in the league. He's a top ten five quarterback because of his legs. But if he was just to throw the football. They might be better off with a different quarterback. Like I'm not saying they should play a different quarterback, but they're not they're not gonna be as successful as they are when they're up or close in a game. Yeah, I don't know. I disagree with that, but I mean I'm a Ravens fan, so maybe I'm biased, but like it is just a real tough game and everyone everyone's gonna have them. Everyone's gonna have a tough game. I mean the Chiefs almost lost to the Chargers last week. That's they didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, I mean it's just it's a tough game. It's just that's it was just, really, honestly, like, it was just a game where, in a in a in a sport where momentum matters more than anything else, it was just like the defense couldn't give anything. The offense could work with. They the had momentum. a kick return. The touchdown. offense, yeah, I know, but that like even though, like the that, biggest that boost. return touchdown gave them a they. I think they three and outed them after. Yeah, that. they had a boost for but like then, a little bit. That was the only yeah. time that the Chiefs didn't score points. Mm-hmm. I'm I, pretty sure it was the only drives that the Chiefs didn't score points. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, and everything I just said, like, it's just kind of tongue-in-cheek. Everything I just said about Lamar Jackson um, not being as good of a quarterback when he's down by 10, it, it doesn't really matter because Baltimore's not going to be down like this in too many games. No. They're going to beat most teams in the league by a lot of points. And it, yeah. It just was really, a bad game. It was one quarter that, like, really set the game out of hand. Like, otherwise, like, besides the second quarter, it was, like, it was a tie. And then on the other side of the ball, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. They threw up 34 points. Patrick Mahomes puts up a 40-burger. Wow. Number one quarterback. It was I thought it was going to be clearly Russell Wilson after uh, his Sunday night perform or Sunday day performance. Ended up being Patrick Mahomes with 40 points. Tyreek Hill, 16.2 fantasy points. Travis Kelsey, 8.7. Not good, but as a tight end, you can take it. Mikko Hardman, 14.1 fantasy points. And CEH, 13.4. If you played any of the Chiefs, you were happy. I guess, Kelsey, you weren't like ecstatic, but you definitely didn't lose your week. The Chiefs' offense is disgusting. And I think I said it last week. They, are, they were hiding their offense or Patrick Mahomes is nursing an injury. And I think it's clear that they were hiding some of their playbook because they let it all out with the Ravens. They had the one play where they had like four receivers stacked all behind each other on the side of the line. And they ran like a double reverse. They, The Chiefs' offense is disgusting. 
Andy Reid is disgusting. Andy yeah. Reid is disgusting. Why? And Patrick Mahomes is disgusting. Yeah. And Tyree Kill is disgusting. And CH is disgusting. Like, their offense is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that dude. game really brought out the worst to me. Like, yeah. I like Patrick Mahomes. Like, I, the I, most I, insufferable fan. He's like, I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. He's like fucking running out of the pocket and he throws a perfect pass. And we're like, wow, what a perfect pass. He's like, Patrick Mahomes. Like, what? how can he get out of the pocket so easily? Like, what are we doing? I'm like, it's fucking Mahomes. What are you talking about? He's like, oh yeah, uh, like Tyreek Hill. This guy's just a special teamer. He, you could say what you want. He was your fifth ranked wide receiver going into the season. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, because of what he brings in special teams. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he doesn't even play special teams anymore. It's he Michael Hardman. He's a great special teamer. He's a pro bowler. Yeah, there's no fantasy teamer. analysis needed here. The Chiefs' offense rips. No matter what Aiden says, it definitely is definitely the best uh, offense. I mean, it definitely. I can admit it. Like, I like, I like Patrick Mahomes. And I was calling him a bum every second of every game. Every second of that game. Yeah, I know you were. It was really frustrating. It was a really bad time. It was a really bad time. Um, okay, so that's that's our, our week two recap. Or week three recap, sorry. A lot better than week th- two because it was a lot less injuries. The only injury that really happened was Chris Carson. Sorry, bye. Yeah, it's really, it's been a really good two weeks for me. Yeah, I mean, I am 3-0, and oh, but like at the same time, it's like, what about next week, man? <laughs> like... <laughs> Who are your running backs next week? Uh, I mean, if Chris Carson and Je- uh, let me let me take let me take a quick gander here, <laughs> okay? So uh, and and there's keep in mind there's a possibility both my running backs don't play. Yeah, let's, let's say Jarek McKinnon and uh, Chris Carson are out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chris Carson's uh, probably out. So I'll be playing James White and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's real tough. Let's scrape in the end of the barrel there. Make a trade. Who's your Who's your wide receivers? Uh, Amari Cooper, DK Metcalf, and Cooper Cup. Okay, well, you have three wide receiver, like, 25 and up, for sure. So, like, definitely wide receiver two. So, I'm saying, like, you should try and trade. I have one wide receiver one, and I think two wide receiver twos as of right now. DK Metcalf is a wide receiver one. I know. And Amari Cooper is a wide receiver one. I think one. Amari, Cooper's, Amari, Coop, Amari Cooper's a wide receiver one for the rest of the season. But he's been a wide receiver two. But, like, people Wait. aren't going to value him as that. Ah, I see, I see, I see, I see. So, like, for trade yeah. value. Yeah. Well, then you might be able to trade. I know you like DK, but of all guys, DK's going to have the most value. And he's got a decent amount of name value, too. No, but I don't want to let go of DK. I know. I feel the same way. I like, was looking, I d- like, why would I trade the Seahawks players? You I know felt what? the same way because I was in my uh, – I was looking in the main league, the same league, actually. And I need running back help as well. I'm, 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 I'm tossed yeah, between Malcolm. I you for DK, but now I know you value him too high uh, <laughs> well i uh if i value him that high that means that i'll fucking trade a lot for him dipshit i know but like also that was like he's definitely gonna want a running back and i don't know oh, well, you have no I running have, backs i need a running back mean, i don't I want have, a running in the back. league that you have dk i have derrick henry and aaron jones oh wait oh, sorry yeah, that is completely <laughs> oh you're trying to get dk from me i thought yeah. you were gonna try and trade dk to no, me no no no, no, no. okay no, i see no. i see i see no Anyways, in the in the <laughs> league that I have, I need running back help just like Aiden does, and uh, I have three receivers that I think I'll have value. But the problem is, is that it's Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, and Devontae Parker. Like, could there be three more my guys? Like, yeah, I'm I'm such big guys on all those. Like, I yeah. can't cut ties with any of them. Devontae Parker would be the one I want to cut ties with the most, and he has the least amount of value because he's been injured, hasn't played that well, and I love him, and I fucking love him. So what am I supposed to do? I can't trade for a running back because I love my wide receivers. Yeah, and, it's real, and I think you'd have to trade for the other two to get a running back in that. I league. would have to trade Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trading Calvin Ridley. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to trade Tyreek Hill to get a running back, and that's like an army too. By like, the way, you're welcome on the Calvin Ridley call before the season. Yeah, that yeah. one was huge. So was <laughs> Joshy J, huh? Joshy J. I mean, yeah, Joe Mixon is playing like shit. 
Those two are two big calls. That and being said, though, I think I think Joe or not Joe Mixon. Sorry, Nick Chubb is outperforming them both. Uh yeah. He's more like, I would he put hasn't... Josh Jacobs he, ahead of Josh Nick Jacobs Chubb. had a fucking unreal week one, but like Nick Chubb has had a consistent week two, week three. But and... Nick Chubb still has Kareem Cunt there. No matter what, that's always going to be the case. So I get that he's had better weeks, but I'm gonna, I'm still gonna value Josh Jacobs higher because he's just the only guy there, and their offense fucking sucks. Yeah, like not, I shouldn't say fucking sucks. They don't have offensive power, like superpowers around them. They don't. All they Derek have is Darren Waller. Playing all right. Pardon? Derek Carr's playing all right. Sorry. Yeah, Derek Carr's playing all right. Do you think Marcus Mariota makes an appearance this season? I would not love the way that. Derek Carr is playing. No. He's not playing that great. Like you're saying, all right. What do you mean? Yeah, like he played good against New England. He played, he played fantastic against New Orleans. He did play really good against New Orleans. Um. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. I'm not American, man. Stop busting my balls about this shit. <laughs> I'm not American, thank God. <laughs> okay. Whoa, well, no. Hey, on. I mean, hey, listen. I understand we have American listeners, but I'm sure they would understand where I'm coming from when I say, thank God, we're not American and we're Canadian. I don't know, man. American football fans are passionate. They're patriotic. Well, your football, hey, your football is better than our football. I watch it. I literally created a podcast oh, that's around literally it. not even a question. I will not watch Canadian football. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is I'm saying that, like, we're not talking about football. We're just talking about country-wise. I think I'd rather They're in pretty watch, rough shape right now. I'd rather watch Jacksonville and Miami play than watch the Grey Cup, and that's saying something. That's no, that's, a, that's not a fact. No, that true. is a fact. That is a fact. All right. I don't like. I don't like Canadian football at all. Well, let's leave it on that. Uh, on that note, anything else you want? Any party? We're gonna see you guys, or I guess I'm not gonna see you. You're gonna hear from us again on Thursday, anyway. So I mean, what do we? What do we I guess Isaiah has the uh, tally, but to convince Isaiah, you're up by two points. Two, you will be up by two on. points. We'll do. We'll do a recap of. We're gonna do convince Isaiah. Fuck head check. Um, all the fun shit uppers and downers all that fun shit next week or not next week next episode tune in on thursday other than that have a great day au revoir au revoir